on the Spencer's the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. It's a Fanboy Planet Podcast! World's cheapest book order. And here's your host. It's not the first time he's been called that. Your world's cheapest, vo- what was it, book order! <laughs> Derek McCart! Take three, shall we? <laughs> oh, I think we go. Go, go, go. This is Derek McCart, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And we are oh, that was good. podcasting from Elusive that was Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. It is Wednesday, July 14th. Uh, 6.40 p.m. That's about the time we say 6. I thought no, you were going to say yeah. 6 f- days till no, Comic-Con. That's what I thought you were uh, going It's more than... Oh, no. It's 6 days till <laughs> Comic-Con. It's 6 days till Comic-Con. Bum, bum, bum. And here we are around the table. This is our Comic-Con preview episode, and we'll get there eventually. But I'm not alone here. Of course, I've got my fantastic announcer and cheap vocoder. What's a vocoder? That's the thing that levels out the, the bad singing... That's an auto tuner. Kind of auto tune. Oh, vocoder, uh, yeah, vocoder is the thing that makes a tone. Yeah, o- auto tune. Uh, auto tune's the software. The vocoder was the hardware. Right? Okay. Right, right, sorry. Lon Didgeridoo Lopez. Hmm. <laughs> and to his and, and to his left. <laughs> oh, Stephanie Rodriguez. Uh, yes, who is also joining us at Comic Con, mm-hmm. and to across her. the table there, who's Eight. not joining us. I want to stressed. I will not be at Comic Con because I'll be too easier. busy being eight-time Hugo nominee, Christopher J. Garcia. And another piece of my soul died. <laughs> well done. Well played. And podcast producer. <laughs> Waiting for his intro. Ex-moral compass. Who, no, oh, his, I'm just no. going to say his polls have shifted. Woo. From Krakow wow. to Warsaw. <laughs> Rick Brett Snyder. Searching. Wow. <laughs> that was... Eventful. That was du- bad pun upon bad pun. All right, so uh, we, of course, as I said, we are going to talk about uh, about Comic-Con, we, but we've got some comic news. A lot of stuff has kind of happened in the movie business this week. Uh, fight there. We'll get there later. And uh, Chris has got some wrestling news, and then we'll get to Comic-Con. This isn't really on TV. It's summer. So uh, let's... It's a lovely day. It is. It is a lovely summer day. Let's start off with comics. In that, um, well, I thought we were going to start with our li- oh, mail. We are going to start off with mail because... And actually, but while you bring that up, can I just say that uh, a couple yes. weeks ago we had somebody attempt to answer the contest. I believe it was Paul Smurthwaite. Was that his name? Jupiter. Yes. Yeah, well, that the, he he missed he didn't get that right. Right, but I did tell him that for participating, I would send him a autographed picture of ourselves. So I brought this. Okay, there is in fact a printout photo. Uh, where, where did they, where do we take that photo? It's photoshopped. Anyway, so uh, I need everybody to sign it. I'll go first. Wow. But this is for Paul Smurthwaite. So thank you for for participating. Blazing hot radio. And then, uh, uh, why Derek, did you write your name so big and in capital letters? Uh, and the L's are backwards. Because I'm usually I usually spell <laughs> with my right hand. Oh, 
Um, but uh, thank you for participating. You're also, I'm going to send you a Moron Life sticker and some other goodies. I'd like uh, to add that, um, Paul, you may not know this, but I just listened to your podcast, and uh, I was very amused. What I is really the name of that podcast? Uh Oh crud! I didn't mean I to put you. On, I really didn't mean no, to put I you. No, re- I really, I can't remember. But it's uh, it's amazing because you called him out as a Smurf. Uh, you know, the, you made the Smurf reference. In it's the a joke. Smurf fan podcast. And no, no, he totally uses the Smurf. <laughs> he totally uses the Smurf as his nickname, and it's used all over. And uh, I enjoyed the three of you guys. They actually, there's a, it's a three voice podcast, and. Uh, You'd, you'd feel bizarre, right at home. The bizarro British versions there, of us. It was a, it was a show about. Uh, Does their moral compass still have a sense of morality? I don't believe they have a moral compass. <laughs> uh, they need they, one. Well, they, neither do they we. They did a very entertaining show on uh, Saturday morning cartoons that still influenced. That's oh, awesome. Actually, it wasn't just Saturday morning. They did Beavis and Butthead. So they're a little more focused than we are. They were. They had a, well. Then they they did a special well, section at the beginning, and then they did some news. So. Uh, All right. Well, you're going to get this signed printout of the podcasters. Make sure, Derek, you have his mailing address, right? So, uh, no, I don't, but I'll get it. Well, send it to us. There you go. That is a beaut right there. Rick, it is. really? That's all he gets is Rick? Okay, that's fine. That's, that's all I had left. Rick can't spell his own name. I, it's, 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 no it's, one can spell Brett. But thank you, for playing, word. thank you for playing, Paul. <laughs> but now we have some an important announcement to make. Absolutely. Long-time listener and occasional uh, emailer to us, the Jayzilla. The J. The J. I'm sorry. The J, a.k.a. Jayzilla, who uh, did tell me uh, his name is Jason, but whatever works. So uh, make sure when you're reading you this. Can call me Jay, or you, or you can, can call, call me Jay. You can call me Ray. So uh, he writes, I was at work listening to the podcast last night, and Jupiter, really? No one got this? That was all caps. I realized this <laughs> I makes. I could tell. I realize this makes me even more geeky, but that was from an old Nickelodeon SNL ripoff for kids called All That. Who said it, I forget. Some lanky white kid who wished he could be Jim Carrey. He's, now, he's partially now, incorrect on that, but he's correct but on the reference. The answer I will the accept. Ding, 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 ding. Winner! And in fact, he wrote a follow-up. Before I get back to the rest of it, he wrote a second email to me. Uh... So he says, uh, I may be wrong, but concerning that whole Jupiter quote by Lon, I asked someone at work if they remembered the show, all that, and all I got was one yes and a bunch of no's. The yes man, see what I did there, claims Kel said it, as in Kenan and Kel. Yep. The the Kenan, who is not so ironically now on SNL, and the same two from the Good Burger movie. I'm still calling the white dude, not Kel, but that's what he claims. Apparently every single person I talk to around my age, 27, has absolutely no idea what all that was. They probably didn't have cable. Right. So. Yes, all yeah. that. Um, so he wants to know because he, uh, he want to see if this makes me a TV snob, know it all, or if I'm stuck with the movies only want to be know it all. Sigh. Now I really want to prove him wrong. Also because this is beginning to make me feel insecure at the risk of losing perhaps more dignity. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Note: was, was None of white? these are positive attributes. Yes. So. Was it the skinny white kid, the one who went no, on to it was be Kel. on uh, Nick Cannon's? Uh, I have no idea. I love uh, the way that he wrote two letters in parallel there yes. with the different phrasing. Yes. Uh, so uh, it was it was uh, Kel. It was Kel from. It was either from all that. I'm pretty sure it was from all that because on Keenan and Kel they played them. They played yeah. characters of themselves. So it was from all that. Uh, so he wins, and here's what he he's getting for our special contest. Okay. Uh, he's Could we going move to the brownies back over to the di- don't don't take the brown acid, but move the brownies back to the Dungeons and Dragons table because we're live. Uh, and by the way, listeners at home, you know you're a pro these were you. damned good brownies. <laughs> no, they okay. were better than that. 
They were better than those oatmeal cookies you brought in a couple of years ago. Damn straight, but you ate those too, didn't you? I did. It's a fair cop, Gov. (laughs) All right, so so, uh, for participating and winning in this contest... He's going to get a Moron Life tote bag, which is very, very uh, wow. collectible. Very valuable. It's very black. Right and I bat, have, black. now, Jay, if you are listening. More than a, more collectible than a Warner Brothers swag bag at Comic Con. I'm going to, yeah, I have a bunch of t shirts here. There's, now, there's like 120,000 of those, right? Uh, 180,000 people that. still fighting for it. <laughs> hold that. Holding. Oh. And hold that. Oh. Now. Which t-shirt? Jay, now hold on a second. What's going to happen is we're going to go around. Each podcaster is going to say what type of shirt they have and what size it is. And basically, Jay, you're going to have to write in and tell us which one you want. Now, the one I have in my hands here is from the new upcoming movie from, was it Legendary Pictures? Yes. Uh, from Inception, the new Chris Mol- Chris Nolan. Nolan. I almost said Chris Mullen. Uh, Who is also is an excellent Inception t shirt, size medium. So I have an Inception that says, Your mind is the scene of the crime. And it has a little Inception thing on the back. So that's one choice. Steph? Uh, This is Hot Tub Time Machine. On the back, or no, on the front, it says, I got tubbed. You can too. Kicksomepass.com. And it's a size. Extra large. Uh, it's a it's a light gray. The first light one was gray, a yes. dark, almost slate gray. Yeah, dark gray. Okay, Chris. I have a, a fandom small, also known as a large, uh, which I believe is also from Inception, and it says Dream Machine with the uh, with the, with the, the image logo of the, yeah. of the actual Dream Machine in the uh, movie. And that is a large. It's a large. It's a large. Again, okay. light gray. Mr. Rick. I've got a slate gray, and its size is... I'd say more of a charcoal. Wow, it looks like somebody has ro- um, rolled this up, and it is an XL, a fan medium. Um, and it is uh, from the movie Splice. And it has like a little... Drenolution on the front, and it shows the uh, the evolution of the Splice creature on, in uh, stages on the front. And what size is that? It's a XL. XL? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I have a uh, black gray uh, shirt <laughs> uh, that is in the uh, size uh, Fan Petite, which would be medium. And uh, or or fan junior miss, if you will. Junior miss, yes. Uh, and it is from Nightmare on Elm Street with uh, Freddy's claw marks across the front. So uh, once again, that is a black uh, medium with Nightmare on Elm Street. So Jay, you get your pick. Name one of those, and other listeners, pay attention because whatever one he doesn't pick will be available for our next contest. Woohoo! But he goes on. He tried to get into our next contest. Wow! Uh, what is our next well, contest, well, Derek? First of all, because the, the name for the fans. You threw that one out. Oh, that's I right. Just, I, did, I just wanted to yeah, reiterate. Right. Uh, firstly, I did want to tell you that uh, the the movie about the anthropomorphic kung fu elemental kangaroos was Warriors of Virtue. Oh, that's and this right. too lowers any dignity he may have left. Are Dude. you sure it wasn't Tank Girl? Well, Tank Girl had, uh, had kangaroos too. No, it had a whole group of kangaroos. Ice too. Tea as a kangaroo. Uh, a couple yeah. of the guys from uh, Square yeah. One TV, I believe. But they were more right. like yeah. rebel fighters. This was more yeah. like kung fu spiritual. They were spiritual yeah. Buddhist kangaroos. Mm-hmm. They were lovers. Not kangaroos fighters. are they hot loved in Hollywood. Crumpets and tea. Crumpets and tea. Yes. Uh, and so, ooh, names for the fans, you say? The main theme here being fanboy in planet or not? So he throws out a whole bunch. Oh, Good. Let's hear them okay. and let's listen. Fanboys. Mm, too easy. Planetoids. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Comic knots. 
Ooh, Ooh I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Fan heads or comic heads? Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. fan bots. Drug related. Fan bots, I kind of like that. Fanlings. Mm-hmm. Fanlings, that's good. Mm-hmm. Fandium. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, connoisseurs or comic sewers? A little too heady. That sounds mm-hmm. a little too much like mm-hmm. comic sewers. Mm-hmm. Comicaholics. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so that we would all remember it's from him. Fanzillas. Ooh, that's kind of catchy. That has, that has clever, clever. Sandpapers. Eh, too lawn-centric. No, one of the... Wow, and I'm glad you're the one who said it. Mm-hmm. Macaws, which I like. Too Derek-centrics. What? What? Too Burroughs. Yeah. Or the plural of Lopez, Lopez. Actually, I, I like Lopezies. It's a Lopades, a... actually. <laughs> there was, I think the fifth, All I see is a Lopades. I want the fifth one in did it for me. What was that? Uh, Fanbots? Yeah, I like fanbots. Fan well, that's, well, just, that's, one that's just one entry. We're not going to close it at that. We're not going to close it at that. Okay. We're going to let people go. Uh, My entry this week is Amigos. Do you think it'd be cool? We're like, hey, we got another letter from our Amigos. Mm. Amigo mail. You're going to do anything to have friends, aren't you? What? Yeah. Um, That's just my entry. But let's uh, let's say uh, our christeners. We'll we'll do, we're going to let. <laughs> if it was a Chris Garcia podcast, uh, that would be perfect. That hurt. Anytime anyone writes for me, they're my christeners. I might just bleep that just right now. That's funny. That hurt. Um, Rick, can I get just a little more bass? My and little because I realized that people, um, when they discover the podcast, they go back in time and download. So let's just say, you. let's give this open until the end of August, as people sure, write in. Sure, The end of August 2010. I have to put the year in there because I've discovered that people are still downloading things from like three years ago, and I don't want it to seem, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I love that people are going back in. But, it's a good uh, period. When it was, uh, <laughs> when Andy still owned this. <laughs> That wasn't the good period. <laughs> this store is thriving. But at least when Andy was, on, was uh, still it on was the store. It was close to the end of the plague years. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a good time. We did. <laughs> Bring out your dad. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. Uh, and by the dad, we meant the business in the store. Yeah. So um, let's go into uh, actual <laughs> comics news. This week, speaking of bringing out the dead, we did lose a great creator. Uh, at the age of 70, uh, although he had been ill for a long time, uh, Harvey Pekar uh, passed away. American uh, Splendor. Yes, the writer of American Splendor. Writer, and then, uh, of course, the biographical film based on his work uh, starring Paul Giamatti. You know what's funny is uh, I never knew who that guy was really until until yeah. the movie came out. But, like, I was such a late night with David Letterman fan. Yeah. And he was always on that show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I always kept going, who is this guy? Like, why is he on David Letterman? And so it all came together. When, I, when the movie and came out, why hasn't or Letterman killed him yet? <laughs> the question: I, Have you read any of American Splendor? You know, I've tried to read here and there. I just, it's not my cup of tea. But I've I'm not. No superpowers. Yeah. I, yeah. I did read what our cancer year. Our cancer, which yes, which was that was knockdown stuff. Yeah, and uh, and then so I, our cancer year was really just more of the same. I mean, that was just a larger slice of of. Uh, of American Splendor, and uh, I read it off and on over the years. And he's written a couple of things. There was a graphic novel for DC last year called The Quitter. Oh, I think Dan Haspiel Vertigo, was the yeah. was the artist from Vertigo. Yeah, I mean it's all DC, but yeah, Vertigo. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean he really pioneered the autobiographical comic. And I think uh, Dave K, our our sometime contributor, uh, sent me a link to. Uh, 
to an article attributed written by Anthony Bourdain because apparently really? Anthony Bourdain had done one of his, an episode of one of his shows in Cleveland and made it all about American Splendor. And uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain's like the chef. Chef. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Food Network guy. Uh, yeah, and he was talking about how you know Harvey Picar was really just kind of this American original. Only mm-hmm. in America could a character like that exist and turn himself into a character and celebrate that heroism is getting up in the morning and trying to be a decent person. My favorite quote about uh, about him was, uh, I want to say it was from. Uh, Scott Simon, who said uh, we lost NPR's favorite comic writer, <laughs> which is which is probably true. <laughs> it's definitely true. Uh, but uh, so now there's room, Jeff Johns. They are Jeff big. Loeb. <laughs> they are they are big Deadpool fans too. Yeah, uh, okay, well NPR. I just <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm currently in second dem on my. <laughs> so um, I just want to note of the passing. And there's a, I, I interviewed him in 2004. And so I have an article up on the uh, uh, the next page and uh, did a profile and then reviewed the movie, which I absolutely loved. I thought that that movie was fantastic. So if you want to get a taste, if you're not really – if you're listening to this podcast but you're not really a comics reader, um, watch American Splendor. I think it really captured who he was. It was a a very unique film. uh, Who directed that, by the way? It was a – it's a team, and I – I can't remember who their it's names are. It's a man are, and a woman. Yeah. And I can't remember. Because it was, it was, it's so like. It's a documentary. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a drama. It's weird, yeah. Fiction. It, and that, that's what, it's, it's what's cool about it. But it's it. not bad. I'm not, it's no, just, no, no, but I mean. That's, I've never seen a film like that before. But that was really a great way to capture his yeah. work because there was always different artists drawing him. So why not show him, show an actor playing him, animate some of his stories. You know, it all just. And who would have thought he would have outlived our crumb? Yeah, I maybe, mean, really. Actually, maybe a good movie to watch what, with the. Ark what do you mean, Ark Crumb? When did Ark Crumb die? No, no, he outlived. He's outlived Ark Crumb. Ark Crumb. That means Ark Crumb outlived him. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. They both said it. They're all no, no, no. no. He outlived them no, all. Yeah, no, no. no one will know. Word what you, order. What Chris to... meant was, who thought he would go before our yeah. Crumb? Right, but you agreed with him. So yeah, that well, I took the... Yeah. My christeners knew what I meant to say. <laughs> no, you know... <laughs> well, the macaws... Christeners, turn your decoder dial to five. <laughs> and the Lopezies have jumped ahead. <laughs> Team Chris, Team Lopez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Which one takes off our There's going to be a fight. Please, neither. Please, what? neither. Um, well, Lon's already gone sleeveless, so it's good enough. Halfway there, baby. Uh, I'm actually not surprised because Art Crumb, despite his the, despite his artwork and his subject matter, he's actually pretty straight laced. Yeah, it's true. So, and he's living healthily in France, away from America. Yeah, he's going to live a long time. He's going to be okay. So, um, yeah, that's so, a great double feature, though. Pate and red wine. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, move on. Let's get some of the like recent comic stuff. Um, last week. I have to recant a brightest day number five. Uh, just before Jeff Johns thinks we absolutely hate him, something actually happened in brightest day number five, and therefore I want to give it credit um, for the cover actually reflected the contents inside. Actually, I think I haven't read it yet. And and here's a really sad thing: that the BP oil spill has been going on long enough that. Aquaman, that it could make it as a plot point in Brightest Day. Wow. Wow. And that just made me sad. Wow. Really sad. And uh, so Aquaman tries to cap the oil spill and try to get tries to get the nameless oil company whose initials are PB. No, I, it's not that bad. <laughs> PB and J. Uh, peanut, peanut butter J. oil company. Um, 
and that's where we find out that the Yum. that the, the you got ang- oil in my peanut butter that the yeah, angry the angry red woman the angry uh, red haired woman that was we thought right. was Mira is right. not Mira. Who is it? It is clearly one of her other people, though. And okay. It, mm. The problem is, and this is, is not uh, this is not just a problem with. Um, I thought Mira isn't one of the Atlanteans either. No, she's not. She's right. from another race of people okay. from another dimension. Um, but the problem is that, of course. And Jones is not the only one who does this. Is the characters have to play dumb, dumber than they are, in order to make a revelation seem a lot more dramatic. So he spends a lot of time with this whole army of red-headed water breathers that look like Atlanteans, but he doesn't recognize them. They strongly resemble his wife, and he wonders who could who they possibly be? be? Because I think, by the way, it's very good business, kids. If you want a secret to a happy marriage, marry someone you know nothing about at all. Hey, and try and keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, so that was that was it. Was actually things happened, and they sort of explained like Mark Manners going to come back, and like I said, to address Troy's problems, I think a lot, a lot of the characters in um, Black uh, from Blackest Night or the that are the White Lanterns are being dealt with in other books, and it's just the way it's going to be. However, DC kind of leaked today, and we're going to find out concretely at Comic Con next week. That there will be an October Black Lantern special, and it looks like some of the Black Lanterns will be returning. Is so, that kind of like a Halloween like uh, TV show? I don't know. I don't. They yeah. all. Come, it's like it's the Black Lantern, Lantern special, starring, and then it'll bring like starring the Paul whole. Lind. It'll bring yes. all the Rat Pack <laughs> back. So, which I still recommend if you can find that obscure DVD, the Paul Lind Halloween special, a fine hour of television. Hmm. Also strangely gay. Uh, so, strangely, <laughs> no, not at all. But it's the but it's the last televised appearance of uh, Margaret Hamilton as the Wicked Witch of the West. So, uh, old reference lost on younger viewers. <laughs> no, in her seventies, the woman who plays the yeah, yeah. They, keep going. going. Kids have watched Wizard of Oz. Uh, then now, I just a, had Tula Bankhead. I would have been all over that reference, but I'm sorry. No. Keep going. Just shut up, Agnes Moorhead. Just shut up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, can I give a quick solution for the oil spill? Sure, French bread. Okay, okay. good, delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, brightest day, the Adam special came out number one. And why I want to rant about it is that um, it was even though Jeff Lemire, who's doing the critically acclaimed Sweet Tooth for Vertigo, uh, is the writer of it, it's clearly got the editorial fingerprints all over it, and it's a revamp of the origin of Ray Palmer. Wait, you bought a comic book with fingerprints all over it? I did. Dude, get your money back. I know, I'm sorry. Lucifer Comics is slipping. I think what's funny is I'm looking at Rick, and he's looking at me with the expression that says, I'm not this bad. I'm not this bad. <laughs> I'm doing it to make him look good. <laughs> so, uh, there'll be a little extra in your envelope. <laughs> and by envelope. Okay, uh, so... Hey, I'm not the moral compass. I can do this. Uh, so, without a moral oh, it's compass, a power vacuum. <laughs> ah! uh, so, anyway, uh, so they revamped the atom, and I'm and I'm not happy about it. One, it's an awkward, it's an awkward issue in which he's telling someone his history and stressing time and time again because you know you're the only one who knows my secret identity. Are they sitting at a table, both with beers? They're in his lab. They're in his lab. It's like his old mentor at the university. And you're the only one who knows my secret identity. No mention of Gene Loring. Right. Who I think no matter how you rewrite DC continuity, the woman that killed Sue Dibney is probably got to have an explanation somewhere. She's still got to exist. And she was Eclipso for a while. And she's going to be a Black Lantern. So don't Pretend. I mean, I know. Yeah. We all want to pretend that our ex-wives didn't exist. 
but don't. Um, I pretend my wife, ex-wife didn't exist. I, sh- sorry, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, sorry, Rick, because Debbie's going to hear about this and go, what? <laughs> so, and your son sitting at the D&D table just went, what? I have another mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we've written her out of continuity. <laughs> she was starting lost to in the fade. reboot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, but here's the origin thing, and, and we can debate this. But talk, and why is his editorial? This is like, and this is a Jeff Johns thing because it's what he did to the Flash. It's what he did to Green Lantern. Suddenly, there's all these tragedies in Ray Palmer's past, including that his brother was a firefighter who died saving children from a burning Anyone orphanage. Die in a Boo. No, no. But here's the thing. So you remember Ray Palmer's origin is that. Gene Loring took a group of students into a cave, and they couldn't get out, and so he realized he'd been experimenting with the shrinking technology, but it always blew up. So he went ahead and shrunk himself, even though he knew that there was a good possibility that he himself would die doing it, but at least he would save the kids, right? No, now he's completely mastered the technology, and when a firefighter rescues a group of kids from a cave and is trapped as it's collapsing... Then he goes in with a prototype of his atom suit and saves the firefighter and and shrinks him down and then brings him and then brings him back. So it it to me it, it totally negates what made his original attempt to be be superpowered heroic. He thought he could die doing it and he did it anyway. Now there's no real risk, it's all about doing honor to his brother's memory. And I just think that's wasn't that BS. there was a, there was a a golden age character with that exact same story. The and hangman? Was the hangman? Cuz the com- or the is the hangman or the comet? One of them, I think the comet got killed and his brother became the hangman right. to get to get revenge. That's An old it. MLJ. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Obscure trivia back across. Yeah. Oh. Air bump. But it's I mean it doesn't really make for a better story. No. It's just but it's just somebody saying I need to work out kinks in this new pen. No, yeah. it's it's so that he can put his John's fingerprints all over exactly. the new character. So, but it's the old character. It's the it's the one from before. Ryan Choi got killed off. So no, the, I know, but yeah. this new version, the reboot, but of see, the, and that's the unnecessary and, and, that, reboot. and that's my thing about heroism is look, look. I mean, I understand that some people would want to people want to get vengeance, but that's not right. It's not a great. That's not heroism. It's not a great character trait for a hero. Yeah. A guy who and goes in and takes a risk and thinks he's going to die using these powers he's developed. That's different. That's heroism. Yeah. Because he's doing it for the greater good. Exactly. Yeah. The greater so. good. The greater good. What? Thank you, Landrew. Uh, so I, I was I was really, really annoyed by that. Uh-huh. Uh, on the flip side, then, um, Batman 701, in which Grant Morrison is now saying, here's what you missed in the death of, of Batman in between when he... We told you he died, and when he actually died, yeah, kind of, kind of. In fact, I'm not even convinced that these starts off with "Hello, I'm Grant Morrison. I'm terribly, terribly disappointed (laughs) in all of you. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Why can't you figure it out? Well, man, Scotsman. So, uh, yeah, he's kind of like after the helicopter exploded at the end of the Batman, and then when he appeared in Final Crisis, being locked up by Simeon and Makari. It's like, oh yeah, but I'm not convinced it's not actually a dream. Because it's almost too convenient. Like, Alfred's like, oh, I made you Mulligatawny soup, your favorite. I knew you'd escape, sir. And he's like, really? Uh, You know? But I think it's also to tie in, because in Batman and Robin 13 last week, they made it clear that Dr. Hurt, who claims to be Thomas Wayne, 
is still around and trying to embarrass legacy. So they're kind of like further explaining uh, who, who that all is. So that's kind of where the look. We'll see how that goes. Um, but at least the heroism there, I'd say, is that they got back to the idea. The crucial thing to me that I like it, that, that I think is important for Batman is that he did catch his parents' killer. He mentions Joe Chill specifically, which for a long time they'd written out of the continuity and now put back in because I think that is, if Batman has caught his killer, he's got his revenge. Right. He's sought that justice, and now he's Batman because that's the right thing. His motivation is to make sure it doesn't happen again. again. And that's more heroic. Right. That's a more heroic okay. that's, a, that's self-sacrifice for the for I just thought of something, though, too, now back to sure. Adam. Does that mean, like... Does he get kind of like turned on when he sees like the firefighter strippers and stuff? Like these get kind of like worked up and stuff. Do you, know? you? Sometimes if they're you know if they have a nice body you know. So. Well, I mean they're heroic. They fight fires and stuff. So. Well, we just took a weird dog leg people. <laughs> yeah, what, is that em- weird? Emptying what? the ashtray is not fighting fires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. And- <laughs> Ah, um, and I, I also want to mention that, uh, and because we've done some knocks on Brian Michael Bendis the last few years, um, no, don't point at me. No, I, I, I wasn't. No one would have known. No one would have known. He was totally pointing at him. I, I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to say that we've knocked his entire body of work. Okay. I, think I just want to knock his I think body. Don't say body. What? Damn it. I think he's been terribly important to the comics, comics industry. Well, terribly I know important. he has been. Yes. And, uh, but, so. uh, but, uh, I or think, just terrible. But, but, well, <laughs> kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, BMB has not been happy with Brian Michael Bendis for the last few years. The main person, and because one of us who's been reading most of his work has been has been Lon. Um, because of the Avengers and, uh, and powers and, and, and uh, alias and secret invasion and secret invasion. Well, yeah, no, I say all they, the ultimate stuff that he and Alex. Okay, he did Daredevil. Well, that's that's the oldest stuff. And I was just saying, is he did the, he with Alex Maleev, who were the team on Daredevil that made the and bones. alias, weren't they? No, that was no, uh, Michael uh, Michael Gatiss. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, similar style, but they do have similar styles. Yeah. yeah. So he, Alex Maleev, and Brian Michael Bendis did a launched a creative own, creator owned title. Last week, uh, Scarlet, and I gotta say that um, it's like all is forgiven. If people have turned away, and I, and I was thinking about why have I thought that Brian Michael Bendis's qualities dropped? I think it's just harder to stand out as a good writer if you're writing superhero stuff. And I think I, I tried to communicate this in the review. If you're writing the superhero stuff and you're part of a more editorial or group vision, even oh, if yeah. even if you're writing good stuff, you know, everybody knows you're still kind of beholden to like what the right you didn't do what the, the company wants to have. That'd be like if you were a kid and you found like the superhero action figures in a toy box and you started playing with them, creating your own adventures. But like your dad was standing over, you're going, no, 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 he can't do that with that. He can Shut only. Shut up! Pl- I've only done that once or twice. No, I was talking about the Marvel editorial. But you do that to your kid? No, I. Oh, don't. okay. <laughs> But no, I can forgive I mean, I him for them, that. I tell them who they are. <laughs> I can forgive him for that. God, I mean, you got to know who Mr. Terrific is if you have the action figure, right? What? Okay. Right? What cool. Anyway? Go. Okay. Mr. Terrific? I love Mr. Terrific. Yeah. My son has a Mr. Terrific action really? figure, which I think is awesome. Uh, Don't you think it's terrific? I think it's, awesome. I think it's terrific. Okay. But awesome is my son's word. That's his only answer. Right. So, um, anyway, uh, so I thought it was a really good. It's about a young woman in Portland who decides to start a revolution. Because she's been pushed around. Did she say she wanted to start a revolution? She did. Okay, I'm just checking. Yes, and it, but it's written as a monologue, and, it's, and it brings the reader in, and we're going to be complicit in it. I thought it was just really well written, well drawn, of course. By who's putting it out? 
uh, Icon, so it is Marvel, oh, okay. it is, but it's creator-owned. Icon is their creator-owned. Does anybody different. know if Powers is still going? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. I just got it two weeks ago or three weeks okay. ago, latest issue. I stopped reading that a while you, ago. <laughs> yeah, well, that can make things difficult. To well, know, I mean, to know I gave going. him, you know, whatever, five, six years of my life, so... That's true. Wow. That's longer than any other relationship you've had. You're probably right. Uh, you know. Yeah. I've had a longer relationship with comics. How'd the breakup go? Did you stalk him for a little while? No, no. Actually, I let him go. So okay. it's so, up to so him Powers now. Powers has been texting him. and you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's they been really, calls. really embarrassing. I miss you. I've been, I've been drinking a little bit, but I wanted to let you know. Powers would like knock on my door at like three in the morning. I'm like, just go home. Just go home. <laughs> Go back to bed, China. <laughs> Standing out there in a trench coat with a boombox playing in your eyes. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> Pretty much. It was a hardcover, though, because yeah. <laughs> that was the only way they could hold the boombox. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'll give this uh, Scarlet a shot. I wasn't sure. I, I saw think you, you should. I, I think saw you your review. God, I sound like a friggin' robot. Hello, tint, tint. All right. Well, we, this new equipment is going to have a little echo. Um, it's turning you slowly into a cyborg. I know. Whoa, what the hell was that? Oh, um, <laughs> Timmy and Jinx are friends. When, uh, when, I, when I first saw your review, I thought it was a, a new like take on Scarlet Witch. Because, you know, Witch the whole heroic... So that's when I was kind of like, Scarlet, what is this? But now that I know it's independent, that's much different. So Yeah, I mean, it's totally returned to form. I, I've okay, been a fan of, it of Bendis from really not quite the beginning, but I went back and caught up and read um, Fire and a.k.a. Uh, Goldfish and Jinx. And uh, Oh, he's good. He's oh, good. He's great. And Torso. I think Torso's amazing. Torso's really good. And so, you know, it really is. It feels like, oh, that's right. That's what made his bones. I mean... He's a good writer for Marvel. He has changed the face of the comics industry. I don't think Mar- I don't think Marvel would be as popular as it is without all the the heavy lifting that Bendis did. Yeah, uh, he also killed the Avengers though too. Well, I knew you were going to get there, but yeah, you know, you little. No. But they're still selling really well, so you know. But this is like, oh, it's like as much as I think Brubaker, Ed Brubaker is a great writer, and I, I've enjoyed Ed Brubaker on Captain America. Ooh, but I miss those of, crime books, you know. I, well, he's got them still. He's got one for Icon too. But speaking of Brubaker, did you read uh, Steve Rogers' Super Soldier number one yet? I didn't yet. I did. What'd you think? I liked it. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. I just couldn't afford it because right now, thanks, I want to thank both DC and Marvel for loading up right before Comic Con and releasing about three times as many books. I'm telling you, it, it the is consortium. a book too. Start the consortium. Ah, uh, yeah. How could a company at the peak of the interest level of the year release more books? Man, no, 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 no. no. Just it, criminal. Shave his beard. Oh, that's the name of the book that Dad Brubaker's writing. Criminal. Criminal. Uh, but, uh, but no, no, I mean, I understand that, but it's really hard because then you don't yeah. have money to actually go to Comic-Con or buy the thing. Or, I like, DC last week released all, and this last week and this week released all their Blackest Night collections as hardcovers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, when you do that a week before Comic-Con, what, means, what that means is the stores that ordered them aren't going to be able to sell them to the people that are going to go to Comic-Con because everybody's going to go down to Comic-Con looking for a deal. But the people who buy their comics once a year as a prelude to comics. Why are you even debating him? I don't why, know. Why, it's your show. Right. Just move on. You're right. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. this guy got hypnotized by the beard, and it suddenly mm. had this image of Alan Moore. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Scott, hi, Alan. Good to see you. Scott Kurtz, uh, who's the artist of PVP Online, which is or just PVP, but it's one of my favorite online comics. One of the few I read on a regular basis. Uh, announced today that he is pulling his book from Image. He's been reprinting them as a monthly comic book. 
uh, or maybe bi-monthly, and, uh, and doing trade paperbacks through Image. And he's pulled them. He's going to self-publish now. Uh, and people have to go to his website to order the books. And he's also pulling from Diamond. So another one goes from Diamond after the loss of Devil's Due. But the, the difference here is that we've actually heard of books that uh, Scott Kurtz would be publishing. So Image still has the rights to uh, publish the trade paperbacks they already have in print and continue that if they wish. But uh, all new collections Dude, of with PvP the, with will With the be Internet, old. if you have a big enough following, you, yeah. can, you can totally just take your fans with you and just, you know... Keep keep doing it that way. I say go for he it. Does. Oh yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Would he be considered the most popular webcomic, or is, is there anything else that I mean, Schlock you, Mercenary? It's the what? Schlock Mercenary? No, don't know it. Sells really well, particularly in uh, in trades. What's that other one you always talk about? Is it Penny Opera? Oh, Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade. Penny, yeah, Penny. But he and uh, Penny Ar- the Penny Arcade guys and PVP they they hang out together. Penny Arcade is more uneven than PVP, and and a lot of times they're doing in jokes that unless you're really into the industry, you're not going to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. PVP started off being that way, and then became a lot more accessible. Yeah, I blame Scratch Fury and Skull the Troll. So, uh, well, if you're a fan of Scott Kurtz, then yeah. definitely and I am. go check out his I once, book. I once ran a City of Heroes campaign with him. It was nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Girl Genius? Maybe Girl Genius. Maybe Girl Genius. Another great one. So um, let's uh, let's move on to movies. Cause like, I, you sound just fine. You really it's do. It's just in your own you're, head. You're overmo- you overmodulate everybody else at the table. So I, I don't know. It sounds off. I've heard it sound better. So I don't know. Yeah, but he last is challenging week, Last week technology. Rick told us. I know you're going to edit this out. So I'm going to say last right. week Rick told us we're going to sound tinnier so sound as a result of this new recorder. Yeah. The I know, but you sound great. That's Rick. No, I know, but he's even off the mic. Oh, so for God's sake, say, get a room. What? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. And it's the sunglasses, isn't it? That's what it is. And, and if you can just get over there, he smells great, too. Does he? He's like he is, that might be the cake. He is goose. <laughs> that might be your maverick. I don't, I, don't sound, I don't sound great. Because, uh, you no, you got, that's, you're unsafe. getting a good sound You can sound ride over. my day well, you, anytime. I could make you sound great. You wouldn't sound as bassy, and you want to sound bassy, so I'm trying to bass you up a little bit, but... Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm just, it sounds waves, weird to me. Derek wa- Derek's waves are here off the baseline, and you're like up here. Maybe stop really, taking the steroids, really does. How does it affect my ears? <laughs> affects your voice. They are extra powerful. <laughs> your ears oh, okay. are so strong. All right, go ahead. No, I, I mean, if I'm just, just saying. Did I, you take your estrogen this week? <laughs> no. Okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, so in movies, somebody get me a. V- no, I'm sorry. <laughs> last, <laughs> last weekend there was a huge. If cast- I'm the moral compass, can I actually slap people? No. no. That's not appropriate under the California law. What law would that be? Hate crime. No slapping. Yeah, hate crime. Because <laughs> you just hate us. <laughs> you can't. That's a tap coke law. Because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's one of, I know what's going to happen. It's one of the go, amendments I to tap coke. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and, and that's not allowed. There can Wait, be no love hate saw. crimes. Did I just see that? On? It was on the Colbert Report <laughs> yes. when uh, oh, they with, brought uh, back Steve even Carell. Stevens. Yeah, that yeah. was hey, hilarious. You, hey, you, I love you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like the the Carell Corral. Woo-hoo. That was funny. Um, and that's TV. Anyway, um, so there was a big casting kerfuffle Snafu. This, this weekend, this past weekend, casting on, news. Uh, the Avengers. 
because uh, apparently first it began with the rumor that Joss Whedon and Edward Norton had sat down and had lunch and come to an agreement that the, everything looked good for Edward Norton to reprise his role as the, uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Incredible Hulk, in the Avengers movie, which Joss Whedon is directing. And so, that <laughs> or as I like to, well, I like to refer to that as Bruce Banner and occasionally the Incredible Hulk. Well, you know, but that's the the, the honest thing is, if you're going to get, it's like what you were worried about when Gwyneth Paltrow was an Iron Man. When you get an actor of that caliber, yeah, you're probably going to focus on. It's also cheaper, by the way, to uh, focus on the actor than the CG effect at this point. Once the CG becomes cheaper True. than the actor, yeah. then yeah, yeah, you'll see a lot. You know where they can save a ton of money? Don't make them all 3D afterwards. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll okay. get there because I'm on that one too. Which, I mean, that wasn't included in the announcement, but I'm sure that will be. The Avengers will probably be in 3D. But are they shooting in 3D? No. No. Post. No. They're doing no, it post. They're doing it post. So, anyway, uh, so the event, so that was there, and then suddenly the rumor was. Dave Tabby is here, everybody. He's going to play D&D. <laughs> Don't ruin his reputation. Oh, he's married. It's okay. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, so that was the first rumor, but it was kind of excited. Then the rumor came out that Edward Norton was out, and they said it wasn't a money issue. And then Kevin, how do you how do you say his name? Long? Figgy. Figgy. Kevin Figgy, who is the head of Marvel Studios, uh, made a statement to the effect of, we wanted someone who was collaborative and cooperative. Oh, and bankable, I believe, was included in the uh, Did he also say bankable? I believe bankable was up the, there. Ouch. Ouch. And so it was just rude, but... Um, you know, and so apparently, and but the other thing is, is that Joss Whedon seemed to be okay with Edward Norton, and you know, I mean, there, there were clashes on Incredible Hulk. There's no doubt. You know, people people have known that, but uh, so it was ugly for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is we knew Ed Norton was a pain in the well. I should say pain. I don't know the man, but uh, I'm sure if, if we weren't, if we weren't working year, on a film with him, he'd probably be nice. I don't know though. You could tell like at Comic Con last year when he talked about. Was it either that year or the year before, two years, maybe? Two years ago. What he talked about, you know, he's doing his Hulk appearance. He's like, well, when I rewrote the script and did yeah. this, and the le- it was like yeah, all yeah, like brand yeah. new info. We were all like, Ed oh. Norton wrote the script? Like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. So the it was WGA one of those. The did not, did not arbitrate in his favor on that. He was not given screen Sure, I know. But I'm just saying is I could see where the people at Marvel Studios would just be sitting there going, uh, you didn't write anything there, Ed, there, buddy. So uh, Apparently he fought with Louis Leterrier on the editing of the film as well, and uh, <sighs> so it was a struggle. So I can understand from that, but if Joss Whedon was okay with it, I, you know. But anyway, they, they, so they let him go rudely. His agent fired back and said this was like near slander and blah, 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 blah. And then, then Mel Gibson chimed in. You know, that, and that was horrible. <laughs> and apparently Kevin Feige... No. Wouldn't uh, that be awesome if Mel Gibson started to become an agent? <laughs> Mel Gibson just called Kevin Feige sugar tits and walked on. Mm, and, he called them worse than that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Edward Norton actually was the voice of reason, and that's how you know that the apocalypse is coming. <laughs> Ed, no, Edward Norton posted on his Facebook page and said, I really wanted to do it. Sorry it didn't work out, uh, but I'm a big fan of the Hulk, and whoever takes on, I'm eager to see. That was his publicist. His publicist wrote that. That's called rising above it. Yeah, that's called not wanting to screw that, any more jobs. That's or right. not not wanting to become a Mel Gibson. Yeah. That's not wanting to ruin American History X Part Two. Yes. So uh, <laughs> that's so now the rumor is today, and by the time this podcast goes live, who knows? But I don't think they're going to announce till Comic Con. I think they want to be able to bring out the cast of the Avengers. You're going to Comic Con announce the rumor today, though. The rumor is that they are talking to Mark Ruffalo. I like that. I like it too. I, like I that think a he lot. could be a good Bruce Banner. Better than Joaquin Phoenix. Though that was another rumor that was out yeah, there, yeah. yeah. But um, 
And I like Joaquin Phoenix. Did I tell I, you my theory, though? What, what's your theory? Mel Gibson. Because think about it. The guy can do angry, right? Leave Mel alone. And they just have to paint him Leave green. Him yeah, all you do is paint him green. <laughs> 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 yeah. You don't need CGI with Mel Gibson. Yeah, but Joss Whedon wanted to go for something a little subtler. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, because still we don't know. I mean, the implication is, or, or the, the inference people are taking is that the Hulk is going to be the villain. From the for the, the misunderstood is. villain, he but almost think, is in a couple of the early events. Well, but he's he is. Not, they, I mean, they try and make him a, um, an Avenger, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, so I, so we'll see how that goes. But that's an interesting rumor. And then today, uh, they as Lon jumped ahead a little bit, they did announce that both Thor and Captain America are going to be in 3D, but not shot in 3D. They're going to be post production 3D, and I think that's a huge mistake. I have not been impressed by any any after. Post-production 3D yet. I, I, I sort of forgave it in Alice in Wonderland because it gave me that sort of like, I felt like it was a Victorian doll theater thing, paper doll theater, and I thought, okay, that's an interesting look to it. Yeah. But Clash of Titans was horrible in 3D. Airbender. I didn't see Airbender in 3D. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm not actually actually positive my son can see 3D movies. I mean, well, I think it was uh, a percentage of the population that can't actually process it. And I think right. I can't anymore. Did you read uh, Chud, I think, where Devin Farachi uh, basically asked, I guess, at a press conference, he said, are you going to be screening any of these press ones non-3D, like in 2D? And they were kind of like, absolutely not, or something like that. They had no interest in then they're fools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're fools. Yeah. Because they're going to get dinged. Oh, yeah. But, a Marvel ding. So then we got uh, the, uh, a picture of Thor, Odin, and Loki. Did we all see? Raise your hand if we saw it today. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, I did post it because a lot of other sites did. So I went, okay, they can't take us all down. Uh, so it's there. <laughs> and our they thoughts? Can. I think yeah. we should go to Stephanie because she hasn't said much. Stephanie, what did you think? Um, I th- it reminded me of Thor in space. I thought that was a That's great Thor description. That's what it looked like. I didn't see that at all. I no, I, I saw, saw Thor in space. The back room looks like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's totally the back room. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's stone. Yeah, but it's it looks like, like a, 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 a like a spaceship almost. So. No, I didn't get like, that. I don't get Viking when I look at that. Not Actually, at all. It, it made no. me think of the uh, of the the uh, in Dune the. Um, the Sandmen. Uh, you mean the Dune, the sci-fi the, space yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. No, but it's that on the, wasn't a good defense. <laughs> on the planet, on the planet, they live in caves that are carved. You mean in the, the Fremen? Walls. The Fremen, With like the, like the, the blue like eyes? the of the Fremen, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. The yes. Worm Riders, yes. 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 So, I, I, I thought the costumes were dead on, though. I mean, Odin's <laughs> costume looks just like something. It would be designed by Jack Kirby. Yeah. Just perfect. Yeah. He's dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think the definitely. Thi- I, I think I'll, the thing is is, and I'll throw. It, I think there are parts of the country and parts of the world where you can't make a movie saying that these are actually Norse gods and that there is a religion, right? <laughs> that these are religious figures. But see, that's that's I bull, think, though, because Clash of the Titans just came out and that was a hit. The Greek gods are friendly. But still, though, I mean, to say that though is just people will accept if you just say they're a little group of gods, whatever. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know, but I think Marvel had said that they're like extra-dimensional aliens, and so I could see... They've kind of pulled back from that, too. Though. Well, yeah, so I don't know. But when you go back to the original Kirby stuff, this was... Asgard was this this rock in space. It was just yeah. a flat flat land in space tethered to 
Midgard by a by a rainbow, and they they, they were flying all over this the place. Is, this and is getting gayer the more you they say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would, they went through. They they would go on space Maybe voyages. The rainbow. <laughs> they would take longboats out into space. I mean, this was what Thor was about. It was it was it was this crazy, majestic. This God's just in. Jack Kirby thing. was part of early Hollywood LSD experiments. <laughs> mm. uh, Could have been, but uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't besmirch. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't I, know. Does anybody else just think that Anthony Hopkins is the wrong choice for Odin? You are alone in that. You are I think really? He's, I think he's, he's absolutely he looked great. I would have liked to have seen Brian Blessed, but I think Brian Blessed would not. The yeah. thing is, though, Odin, I don't know, man. He, I think Anthony Hopkins brings that British kind of nobility to it. He's got an edge but that my, Blessed wouldn't have had. But see, the thing is, my Odin is the dirty Viking warrior. You know what I mean? Like, so who would that like be Blessed, I think, would have been awesome as it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what dirty, what dirty warrior, warrior did you see in Thor? I mean, where no, Odin? Odin was not a dirty... He, he Dude, was Odin was battle-scarred. Like ba- no, but the thing is, though, Odin's backstory was he's the one who basically fought all the wars to get Asgard in the first place, right? Yeah, sure. So he should be... Oh, he should be... Just a badass. So who you know, would you see? I never. Well, saw that's that what I'm saying. I, Brian Cox. I think. Ooh, Brian Cox would have been great. Brian, Brian Cox, Cox. would have. Yeah, Brian Cox would have done mm-hmm. that justice to it. But I'm I'm okay with the Anthony Hopkins choice. Yeah, I, I, I will wait. I trust, to, he's I a good Brian actor. Brian and I'm going to say again for Loki. Even though they didn't have him in the helmet, Tom Hiddleston. I I stand by after watching the Wallander movies uh, on the BBC. He is a great choice for Loki. That's fine, but just okay. from that one picture, though, it just it just said nothing of no. any kind of character originality or any anything impressive. And I, to- or I totally disagree with you. I, yeah, I, I didn't totally get it. disagree. I, I got all the characters. Loki, I'll, I'll give you. Loki did not look as wiry and spry and light. He looked more like. Uh, 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 he looked more like Iago, kind of. But you know what? I think it's because he's all bulked up I, with, with the costume. Yeah. I think if you see the guy actually move, he is very lanky. I mean, okay. I've seen his physica- physicality and thought, yeah, that was. Well, the good. lanky doesn't bother me, but it's just like, it's they've got these big, like Hollywood plastic harnesses on with brand new capes that look like they just came out of the prop department, and it just. It just looks. Well, uh, I'm sure it looks that was very a sterile. Shot too. I know, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, you figure there's they come, you know, they're these Norse gods or that's whatever like complaining they are. Iron Man isn't scratched up from all the battles. No, he had in the no, suit. but that's no. It's like saying Iron Man's armor wasn't shiny. Odin goes that's in different. and he's got battle maidens who buff his armor every time. And don't you try and make that sound armor. Bad. That's okay, that's armor. hot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think it was I that. suddenly want to see the movie even more. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, somebody... Nice I saw. I read somebody on the comment online, somebody had said something about, why does it look like they're both wearing Dockers? You know, like, their pants are, like, very... Just kind of, like, brand new and modern. I don't know. Just, I, I wasn't happy with it. So, okay. that's my take. Fair enough. Okay. We can see a very scrub thing. Derek, um, chime in. Well, I mean, I think you guys covered. I'm, Don't I'm feel on, you have to take sides. I'm there. on Team Rick. Uh, no, I was, I, I was happy with it. I, guess I did chime in. I said I think that Tom Hiddleston looks very low-key to me. And uh, wouldn't you have loved though to just have a little tiny like maybe crown with some holes? I would have loved something? it. Don't get me and wrong. Maybe he'll get, maybe he'll get one. And, and the, eh, maybe the, the thing about I mean, the thing about Asgard is that as big as all the gods are. Odin is like ten steps above everyone. He's mysterious. He does things no one understands until after it happens. Remember the Odin sword? Like 
his sword is bigger than he is, and no one knows it's, it's, if you move it. He's got a tiny little peepee. He's just really compensating. I mean, I, wow. I just started flashing on all the stuff that was just awesome about the early, the early Thor, not the J. Michael, uh, the, the the current run. Asgard's just a big old feudal castle. Can you pull up the picture right? real fast on your little computer? Yeah, I can. I thought Thor's hammer looked like a... Doesn't it look car- fake? It looked like a cardboard yeah. box spray-painted gray <laughs> or something. It looked mm. terrible. It looked a little small to me. Uh, well, he's got a big angle. peepee. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just... I don't know. It, it just seemed too sterile to me. Just too... Like you said, in space. It just seemed like brand new. Mm. It's like for these gods that are supposed to be thousands yeah, of years grand. old... I, I pulled it up and I don't... I don't oh, I like it. Yeah, it is a little Thorin. I see where you can get the Thorin space, but look at the. I mean, that whole that's, design. That's yeah, that doesn't lights. look as stone as yeah. Uh, those look the like lighting. lights at the beginning or at the those, top. I think those are. I uh, no, I think I, I would agree. I think those are lights on top. I think there's going. Oh, those are definitely lights coming down. From I think the top. it's going to be a combination. They got electricity. Sure. Okay. Magical glowing Norn stones. Norn stones. Oh, okay. yeah. Norn stones. Sure. Norn stones. Norn stones. All right. Now look at their slacks, though. Are they? Do they have trousers? And then look at his hammer. The hammer is a little uh, boxy. The yeah. Hammer is my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Captain <laughs> Hammer. Dude, you got to get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an unnatural <laughs> swelling. Um, that's like a balloon animal. Uh, you know the thing is, though? He's the only one worthy enough to lift it, though. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if worthy is the right <laughs> word. So, um, okay, that's that. And I didn't have anything more on Captain America. Just saying. Although the 3D thing is that Joe Johnston, who's directed Captain America, uh, they started trying to give him 3D cameras, and he really didn't know how to set them up. Which one's coming out first? Thor. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's so we're in fine, but we'll, you know we'll just see. I think that Kenneth Branagh will probably handle that better. Uh, you know, with three D, he's a good. I mean, oh, do you think they're even going to be in charge of it? It's probably going to all just be Marvel. Post no, no, no. Guys. But I, th- but I think he'll be trying to. I think he's tried to try to set scenes, set scenes that, are, that might look better with death. throwing the hammer at the screen. Uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. And I, it comes back. It goes out. It comes back. I, goes I, I prefer kind of like the Pixar thing where we're, it's more like you're looking into a world rather than a world coming out at you. I understand. Yeah. But not everybody else feels that. I know. Way. I the know. the uh, Avatar. Uh, so there was a Superman, uh, a series of Superman movie ru- uh, rumors as well. And that is that apparent, allegedly, I shouldn't say apparently because it's alleged, Zachary Levi has screen tested to be Clark Kent. That's Chuck. Oh, I could oh, see that. Yeah, okay. That is still absolutely at the rumor stage because yeah. by the time we go live on Sunday, maybe maybe, maybe we'll be partying with him at Rathacon. And it's, not, it's not Rathacon this year. It's, all right. And so. I am so hoping that Jason Schwartzman will play the role he was born for. That's all I'm saying. Uh, As a uh, production Kent. executive? Clark Kent. Are you paying attention to what we're saying, though? <laughs> Zachary <laughs> Levi just screen tested no, for no, 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 it, no, no, and no. you were agreeing with that and then saying, hoping... He's a good choice. I think it should be, uh, I think it should be Schwartzman. Schwartzman. I think it would be a great Lex Luthor. <laughs> and we're back. And I think you should give your movie news and get out. Because um, you're, just, you're, you're just crazy. Nicolas Cage is a better choice than Jason Schwartzman for that role. I disagree. Yeah. 
Um, so, anyway, uh, but then there's who's the director? So the rumor first came out this weekend that Chris Columbus was being asked to direct Superman. I thought and Christopher it, Nolan was producing it. No, he's it. producing it's, it, right. I and thought his brother said, was going to maybe. No, so now it's the rumor again. But his brother's never directed a film. Yeah, but his brother's probably more talented than well, more talented half the directors out there. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it, it's hard to know. And are they? would they give that? Plus, think about it. If you're having a question on a movie and you're like, God, who should I call? Let me call my awesome director brother and get help. I mean... Well, how much control does Christopher Nolan really have if you say, okay, first of all, you've got Inception coming out and saying, if you lose the $200 million that you spent on that, we might not be as keen on you. You know what? They're stupid. And the other thing is, uh, well, Christopher Columbus did direct, though I admit, not particularly well, the first two Harry Potter films... Which and made, he discovered America. Which made the Hollywood, uh, he's just Chris Columbus, the Hollywood oh. equivalent of, uh, I believe the technical term is a buttload of money with those two. Uh, a metric buttload, actually. A metric buttload. So, uh, well, he's an American. Yeah. So. Um, he's, he's in the top five money-making directors of all time, if I remember correctly. And it's like Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner has a lot of, uh, made a lot of money, mm-hmm. but nobody seems to like him. But his movies still make money because the subject matter is something people want to see. Well, that's yeah. like saying, you know. I won the lottery by so, scratching right. the wrong ticket, you know, or something. Right. So with the right, with the right script. <laughs> wait a minute, that was <laughs> weird. Still working on it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> My christeners did not figure get it out. Figure it out. Wait a minute. So who'd have thought that R. Crumb would outlive? <laughs> who'd, have thought, who'd have thought that R. Kelly would have outlived? Uh, so, so much bitterness. granted. <laughs> so who knows? So uh, the rumor again is Jonah Nolan. But I think the thing is, a lot of this stuff is when it's coming this close to Comic Con. Nobody's going to confirm anything until next week. I think they're going to want to make big, because it's going to be Green Lantern panel, and then they'll probably come out and say something. That, uh, it, Jeff John said there's going to be a lot of news at Comic-Con about the TV and movie stuff. I just want to know how Jeff Johns is going to be on nine panels at the same time. I don't know how he writes as much as he does. LMDs. There's more than one. Yeah, LMDs. There we go. Okay. There's more than one of them. So we'll see. I'm okay with the Zachary Levi, if that's, if that's true. It doesn't work for me. You know, well, I don't even watch Chuck, and I think that will work. At one time, they wanted to do Jim Caviezel, and I thought that that wasn't bad. The thing is, we see, like, that would work better for me than Chuck. Well, not now. I think Jim Caviezel is probably too old for what they want to do. Yeah. Well, sure. Cillian Murphy? You know. No, no too, he's already too been lanky. the Scarecrow. He's, already, yeah, he's already been the Scarecrow in what is possibly a crossover universe. Possibly. Yeah. Um, Does Levi, though, Zachary Levi, have the chops? I don't think he has I the don't chops. Know. Well, for a Nolan style. Supposedly, he's a lot more versatile. Than people know as a result of because of Chuck, but I was so hoping that sentence was going to end with more versatile than Zach Braff. Uh, well, anyone would be, but fair point. Yes, um, yeah, because Mel Brooks actually wanted Zach Levi to be the star of Young Frankenstein, and then Chuck right. took him. So he's like a, he's a great musical there, comedy guy. Oh, he's for got, the got theater, great, you mean? Yeah, so uh, he's got a lot of great movement skills, and so. You know, who knows? Although, as someone has already pointed out, if Zachary Levi got to play Superman, wouldn't that then be the ultimate reason for Shaw to come back from the dead again and kill him? Since Shaw is played by the last Superman. Yeah. Uh, so, mm. yeah, is that a, a Chuck little... reference? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It is a Chuck reference. Did Shaw die? Or did Shaw just get captured? Shaw died and came back. And Yeah, no, I know he, got, he died once, but I, did he die at the end of the se- season? I don't It looks like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, we'll see there. And then... We, we can speak a little bit because Lon and I saw Inception Monday night. Oh. I don't want to talk about the, the movie. The movie too I, much, got, although, I got something for although you. Although out of that, I want to say that Joseph Gordon-Levitt, man, rocked in that movie. 
And it ticked me off that it there was rumors early on when they when they brought Mark Webb in to direct the Spider-Man reboot that because he had <laughs> you what <laughs> anyway um, good thank you there Lon. thank just you keep Lon. watching that okay well no it's real uh, so that uh, when Mark Webb came in you know he directed 500 Days of Summer starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and they were talking about well then that means he's going to be the new Peter Parker and everybody kind of just kind of that oh he's too old but I thought about it if Sony ended up going with Arnold Garfield uh, Andrew Garfield who is 27 anyway is about the same age as Gordon-Levitt and they're now saying that the Spider-Man re- reboot isn't going to go back to high school the way they said it was what uh, it's going to be college age yeah then I'm like then Dang it, I want my American Peter Parker back, and I want him to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because he's really a cool actor. So, there, that's my little light rant there. But um, I want to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the Joker. I still want Donald Glover. I I was on that side, too, but I would be okay with... uh, uh, We'll see. We'll all eat it up, no matter what it is. But just to to talk briefly about Inception, mind blown? Dude, total mind blower. Mind effer. Don't want to say anything more, really. Don't want to spoil a single thing. My no, 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 but is this a movie that can be spo- spoiled by, like, one line or anything? I'm Pretty a, much. I don't know. Mind blown good. Mind blown good. Right, but it's not like Citizen Kane where you can you can blow the whole movie in one line. Yeah, you could. Well, you could blow the whole movie? No, I just don't want to spoil any, I just don't want to spoil any surprises. Or Sense, There's too know? many layers that all work with the, within each other to even just mention one layer almost kind of unravels I, I the whole thing. I think what I'm looking for is the advice that I need to see this within 15 minutes of it coming out, so I'll enjoy it. You know, yes, like that is the advice you need. Because, okay. because yeah, you need most to see of the population is not going to be disrespectful. Okay. Yeah. The problem is it has been terribly marketed. It has been completely incorrectly marketed. I don't um, know about that. It, it's not in, Have you not seen it? Incorrectly. No, oh, okay. Here's the thing. I, I would say I don't think it's been terribly marketed. I think it's very difficult to market, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a word, it's a vocabulary word. People aren't sure what it means mm-hmm. as a title, and um, it is all about you know what's reality. The be- you know here's how you sell it. Did you like The Dark Knight? Yes. Then go see Inception. I will. There and you go. Water, <laughs> you can take the commercial. Yes. Well, the thing it's been... Derek and Lon for Inception. Why do we not just form our own advertising company? I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's felt... The commercials have felt like it's more a more grown-up Matrix. It yeah. has Matrix-y type qualities. Yeah, without the huge letdown that Matrix became. <laughs> okay. But uh, let's just... I mean, dude, Nolan... Uh, you know, I hate to take other people's reviews, but I mean, dude, it's a, it's a ma- it's his masterpiece. It's his, it's basically everything he's been working towards. Okay. Um, Stand up. He, he actually showed. He, uh, everyone was good. That's all I say. Uh, the actor who made a biggest impression on me because I really hadn't noticed him much before was Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, and okay. Tom Hardy is the guy who was the we talked about him last week, the Romulan in, uh, in Nemesis, uh, Nemesis. Yeah. and who's going to be Mad Max, and. And I didn't know who he was. I was just watching going, I like this guy. I really like this guy. But I do think Joseph Gordon-Levitt has the most... Um, He's good. Everybody's good in it. Yeah. That, I mean, you can't, you can't the really... Most. But you know, just, the, f- the funny thing is, too, is... I, and I've probably said this on the podcast before. I've never been a big Leo DiCaprio fan because I always thought he was very boyish. Like, in all the stuff. Yeah. And this was, like, the first real film I saw. And, and even, like, The Departed, I still felt he was kind of boyish in that. But this was the first real film where I got... His sense as a man, as a Even leading the, man character. That, did you, you see him in the Aviator? 
no, I did not. He was, he was okay. solid in it. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying he's never solid. Well, clearly he must be because he keeps getting work. But yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but I'm, I'm just saying I really felt... I, I got it. Finally, it was a very strong. Performance. I finally got it. it. I went very strong. Oh, I get what everybody's talking about with Leo DiCaprio. Well, predictions are projections are I think seventy five million for the first weekend, and with the way they've marketed it, with the push they've got, and it's a problem now that summer films don't have the the pre television push that they had that yeah. they had back in the olden days. Um, I really don't see it making more than 50. Well, that's why we're here, though. But I think there might be a chance that it'll be a word of mouth. I mean, remember, The Sixth Sense did not do well no, it did not. when it opened, and now everybody talks about and that as a And then it became that total sleeper hit. So. What? Next weekend, Salt is the big thing, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. So I, I think I know that you and your wife will be there because it's a talking animal film, Michael Goodson. But uh, but I th- but Inception absolutely <laughs> the taking thing, the kids to Inception. Are we, are we <laughs> still two weeks away from Scott Pilgrim? Uh, we're at least three weeks three away weeks from Scott. Really? I think it's like August sixteenth or something. Uh, but oh, the thing really? I like about the thing I want to say about Inception and my hope for Inception is yes, it's a very cerebral movie. It's a very brainy movie, and yet it's layered in such a way that I think that people. That don't necessarily go. That might get turned off by being smart. I think it's clever enough that they'll still go and have a good time, even if they're not, even if they're, they don't like to. And there are people, and this is not a cut. There are people who just want to go to the movies and turn their brains off. Yeah. And I think they can still enjoy it because it's so well done. Hot Tub Time Machine is out on video, what, what? kids, which we loved. I loved it. I love that movie. I also, I just thought of one other thing for Inception was uh, I remember the experience I had when I saw Dark Knight in the theater. And basically, I remembered being very. Uh, I remembered when Dark Knight was over. I like it was a weird like release of tension and exhale. It was like a, oh, you know what I mean? Like that whole you were just you're engrossed the whole then, time. Oh God, we gotta go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would happen? Oh, was, a little too much release. Yeah. In the credits, he went turned to me and he said, and he says, oh, "Do we have to stay for these? We gotta go." <laughs> well, no, it wasn't because of that. It was just. No, but literally, I walked out of the film lightheaded. It was just so, you know what I mean? It's, it's just so engrossing. It's so, like, you have to pay attention from start to end because it's a, a story that basically yeah, starts was, at the I beginning. Was afra- and I was afraid to, to miss anything. Yeah. yeah. You can't miss anything. So, it's freaking awesome. Hecka great. I love so, it. Hecka great. Hecka great. Let's hear your movie news, Chris Garcia. So I got a very Justify your existence. I today. got a very interesting email, actually, from the company that is working on securing props for Men in Black 3. Um, this is eight years after... Did you get this professionally? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh, my. Let me um, ask you a question, honestly, and I thought yes. the email and you didn't answer. Mm-hmm. By revealing this... Will you get fired from not. your job? Okay, no. and please tell the people where you work. Yes, I work at the Computer History Museum, and uh, they are looking for a nineteen. 19- <laughs> they're looking for people to attend the Computer History, History Museum. Museum. Yes, um, they're looking for a nineteen sixty nine Univac computer, which you have, don't you? We don't actually. What? There's only, there is likely only one in the entire world still in existence. They didn't make a whole lot of them. Um, no, they didn't. They made like maybe fifty, hundred. Yeah. Um, but what's amazing is so then I went back Don't and you looked have at part of you. We have lots of parts, but I mean parts is parts. They want this is cinema. They didn't want a Univac McNugget. Okay. No. And uh, so uh, I hadn't. I had yet to hear that it had officially started uh, shooting, and apparently it starts shooting on August 9th, I think. Uh, as they said, cause that is for- later than I'd heard. I was going to say we'd actually talked about the start date was mm-hmm. rumored to be September, but 
Now yes. you know August 9th. Okay. August 9th is what at least what the, the, they were saying there. Um, and that it's a time travel flick. Know that. We've talked about um, it. But the thing I don't get is Brolin? As young Tommy as Lee Jones. As young Tommy Lee Jones in, I get his, it. in his 20s. He's not... No, not in no, 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 not not in 1969. Nine. No, because Brolin, they, they said that the uh, Tommy Lee Jones, the con- first contact made, he became a, he became a man in black in the late 50s because mm. it was an alien invasion and he gave up everything for his. So, I, oh, I, he, I could Hollywood go couldn't 30s. screw that up. No, they couldn't. Yeah, well, but, who does math these days? Yeah. Math is hard because it's actually supposed to be his induction into the Men in Black. Oh, well, then I'm... So... I'm so is the Univac all they wanted? Uh, that's all they asked us for. Oh, okay. But, uh... And I'm, I can't wait to see the they alien... They also wanted Chris's frontal lobes. Oh, but more importantly is the number of people... Since it's going to be in the 60s, there's going to be a bunch of aliens of famous people, one of which is going to be Andy Warhol. Yes, heard that. And there is a, a club of people who have played Andy Warhol in films who actually have, like, meetings and stuff. <laughs> I, I was shocked to hear this. So there's going to be a new member... The League of Extraordinary <laughs> Warhols. <laughs> uh, oh, so man. yes, so we've got Crispin Glover, we've got David Bowie, and that it'd other be great, guy. It'd be great to be part of that guy group. Pierce. It'd, be guy great guy Pierce, right. it'd be great to be part of that group and say, okay, what, this afternoon we're all going to the same museum. We'll just <laughs> go all the way through. And what's his, what's his name? Richard Harrison. Uh, Jed Harris. Jed Harris, yeah. Jed Harris has played him as well. Yes, yeah, so. Did you just get that? Is that air conditioning? Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Okay. Or yeah. is the world coming to an end and we only hear... I start to hear music. Throbbing. So, yeah, so that's my connection to the film world. You're making me throb. So, that's it. I'm just waiting for the kick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's That'll good be to be funnier here. on Monday. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and then you have some wrestling news because I'm going to transition out So, you. Uh, the big wrestling news uh, that was broken by the Wrestling Observer, I think, today was that a group in Florida of two promoters who have been in and around sort of the small-time indie stuff over the past uh, decade or so and who were the responsible parties for Wrestle Society X, um, a sort of... Is that of, that MTV, that MTV one? one? yeah. yeah okay. Um, have been... 20 years later, they reformed as the Wrestle League X? So they have been uh, signing, and I got that just now, and thanks yeah. a lot. Um, and they have Rick been... Rick still didn't. They've been signing people. <laughs> And there had been word that uh, Chris Daniels had been signed. The Fallen Angel? The Fallen Angel had been signed, and no one knew what was going on, really. And that... uh, I still don't. A guy who is currently under contract for, uh, or who is on no-compete for the next 90 days, Brian Danielson, a.k.a. Brian Daniel Bryan, who was fired. up-and-comer from Ring of Honor. Yeah, uh, who was in the WWF, was fired because he choked a guy with his tie. Um has signed officially. Um, that's These are the rumors that have been going around, and all this was happening and no one really knew what was going on. There are some names from uh, Ring of Honor, uh, I believe Claudio Castagnoli uh, being one, and a couple of names from TNA, and the, the most widely rumored name is a fellow by the name of Pope De Niro, whose first name I can never remember, D'Angelo De Niro, um, who is currently in, uh, had a big match with Kurt Angle. Um, and there are rumors that Kurt Angle himself may be signed away. So they are trying to seriously start a new league to actually compete with, specifically with TNA. And all of this sort of news is sort of bubbling up very slowly, and it's supposed to be a big explosion sometime in the next two or three weeks. 
So, <laughs> to compete maybe with the hype of SummerSlam, maybe? or uh, Probably not. Or I before? Think they, I think they would be smarter than to compete with SummerSlam, but uh, they might release... Uh, I can't remember where... SummerSlam is the WWE event, e, Yeah, right? and I think that's in L.A. And I don't think TNA can even hold its own against no. SummerSlam. I mean... No, but the thing is, the though, average person wrestling is WWE. That's all. Yeah, that's what it is. No, but I mean, once once a big event like SummerSlam comes, though, a lot of attention gets focused mm-hmm. to wrestling. So that's you know, you can yeah. the little ones get the scraps, kind of. So now, one of the thoughts that I had was, whenever the next big show in in Florida or the South uh, that the WWE puts on, a lot of times the smaller companies will sort of leech onto it and do like a Friday Saturday set of shows. So they sort of get that out-of-town crowd that's coming through. And I don't think that's until September. But uh, So we could be hearing some really big news about some really big jumps in the next few weeks. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yes. Well, we'll keep our – well, I'll count on you to keep my ears peeled for me. Because yes. And this may be a place for Sabu to work. Because apparently they've contacted him, according to The Observer. So, <laughs> Yeah, he's still alive. Still walks, kind of. <laughs> All right. So let's move on, and the last thing tonight to talk about is, well, this time next week, we're in Comic-Con. We're in San Diego, so, or many of us are. So, Christners, you can stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but low peasies can keep listening. <laughs> okay, so that we've lost one Christner, um, and, <laughs> and that was actually Chris going, did I say that? <laughs> so, um, Oh, my God, I'm Edwin. <laughs> you are. Uh, so Com- you're just figuring that out, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Comic Con preview. So let's uh, talk about some of the highlights. What are some of the things you guys are looking forward to? Lon has prepared. I came prepared. Wow. Uh, do you want me to just read everything, or uh, no, what you're looking for? I mean, just well, I've broken down to the three main days. Of course, Comic Con starts on my birthday with preview night. That's right. It was my father's birthday as well. God rest his soul. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Thanks for the respect. And the one thing I will say is a lot of things, a lot of ch- changes are happening. At the uh, the old Comic-Con town. Uh, the one big what news. What are you saying? There is a uh, remote location where people can pick up their badges. Have you heard this? No. There, if you want to get your badge, you don't necessarily have to go down to the convention center. Where do I have to go? Uh, you can look it up on their site. It's comic-con.org. Right? You can get preview night as well. Oh. Uh, it's at a, a location but in I the town and country, I think it said. Oh, but but right. Maybe it's the but hotel. It, oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's yeah, a town and country hotel, and that's, that's a ways out. Yeah. Um, but press still has to go on site, right? I d- don't I know. We, we might have to check. I have a printed out paper with a barcode on it that... Uh, yeah, if it's yeah, if it's a barcode. You just put it in a the thing. They print it up for you. Right, right. But I think that's still on site. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to check. But I was yeah. pretty sure the press had to go to the. And by the way, order. today, uh, this morning was a record set for what is supposed to be an illegal transaction on eBay. Um, a four-day pass sold for twelve hundred dollars. Are they totally sold out? No, that's the suck thing. Because um, no. <laughs> I, I was on there the last rule, night and it said we are selling no, the refunded rules, passes. The rules are supposed to be you can't transfer your your pass. Because it's reg- your registered member. Right, you it's can return it. They will refund your money and then you sell it. And then you sell it to, you know, and then they'll sell it to somebody else through this. So you're not supposed that to. That sounds like a scam. Maybe yeah. they don't even have the passes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, so, what they're, all they're trying to do is make sure that people don't tr- make a market. You know, right. They're, they're, right. They kill the secondary market. 
But like I said, I, you know, I think this year a lot of that ticket sales, I, I can't blame Comic-Con for that, but clearly the way the industry hype, ticket sales got bobbled, just like hotels got bobbled. So, you know. It's easier to count the things that didn't get screwed up. Well, we haven't been there yet, so let's go. But, yeah, so, so also shuttle true, route true has so been far. expanded. If I get my plastic man, then all is well. Okay. okay. Shuttle routes have been expanded. Uh, more programming in the Indigo Ballroom at uh, the Marriott across the way. A lot of other hotels actually spread out and, to a lot Yeah, of another places. Marriott or something. I guess they moved the whole film festival over to the Marriott. Um, Sony's holding a fan party on Saturday night for DCU Online. It's a block party, like, oh, six blocks away. They're running shuttles back and forth, too. Right, right, right. Oh. The whole time, ta- I mean, basically, Comic-Con is taking over San Diego pretty much Downtown, next week. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Thursday breakdown. Okay. <laughs> Stuff that I we're going to try and maybe check out. Uh, 10 o'clock Thursday, DreamWorks Animation Megamind. I oh. believe Will Ferrell's supposed to be in attendance. I've heard that rumor. Uh, just for my own personal stuff, there's a G.I. Joe Hasbro presentation that I might not make. I'm not sure because... At the same time, there's a Sony Pictures presentation with Battle Los Angeles and Salt. So most likely, Miss mm-hmm. Jolie might be, or Miss Pitt, as we like to call yes, her. Yes, Miss Pitt. Uh, later on that day, uh, Summit Entertainment is presenting Red, which is a new Bruce Willis Helen yeah. Mirren film. Yes. Uh, after oh, there was another one I was thinking of seeing. There's one called Masters of the Web, where it's a bunch of guys like us. Kind of, you know, doing the web reporting. Them. I don't want to know. Well, them. I was kind of thinking if if maybe we showed it? up and just crashed a tragedy? it. Yeah, I was thinking of maybe starting some commotion. One panel I'm really excited about and I really hope we can get into is Lionsgate is presenting The Expendables with our yeah. good friend Dolph Lundgren. Absolutely. Hi, Dolph. Uh, let us not I know he listens. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, he'll be there. And Terry Crews. Uh, also, at the same time, Adult Swim is having a children's hospital panel, which... Yeah. Did you see the the episode, Children's Hospital? Did you read the site this week? I reviewed it. Uh, watched all the... Yes. I, watched, uh, f- I watched three episodes okay. of it. Okay. What'd you think? And, uh, loved it? I found it really funny. I loved it. I loved I, Rob Corddry's hilarious. I think and it's going to get even better when in late August the new ones started. So I, I saw one episode... That from late August with the expanded cast, Malin Ackerman joins. Are they going to do any more than 50, or like whatever ten minute, eleven minute episodes, or is that all? It's it is? a tw- it's a twenty minute because those were originally webisodes. Oh, okay. and, and so that's what they're showing right now on Adult Swim were things that were on the wb.com during the writer strike. Mm. So now they're being repurposed and new episodes coming in. And the I was new wondering why he said, hey, it's 2008 or something like yeah, that. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So, in fact, I'm actually going to be, as far as I can tell, I've gotten confirmation. I'll be talking to Rob Corddry Fantastic. before the panel. So, That's awesome. Um, uh, uh, also, a dream come true. From 6 to 7, Showtime is presenting a Dexter panel, which Ooh, yes. fans of Dexter. Is I thought Michael you guys C. Hall going to do that? I believe yes, he so. Is. Oh, leading he's the better anti- now. Leading yeah. the anti-heroes of Showtime. That's what, that's, they, right. that's what they sent a thing for. Yeah. Uh, from 6 to 7 at the same time, Universal is presenting a Scott Pilgrim versus the World panel. That's uh, where Dave Tappy will be. Another panel I had some yeah. slight interest in was... Won't you be in Hall H? Another panel I had some interest in was uh, from 6.30 to 7.30, from, com- from the computer screen to the silver screen. Trying to bring your web projects to oh, web projects, you know. So you know, I had interest in that with you know, Crackbot. Uh, after hours programming from seven thirty to eight thirty, I found this interesting. Penn and Teller, thirty-five years of magic and BS with Penn and Teller. I've never seen Penn and Teller. 
That would be kind of interesting to check out. Is that a thing? What, what time was that? 7.30 to 8.30. I believe that's at the Marriott or the Indigo Ballroom or something like that. Okay. But that's a late night after hours. Cool. That's my Thursday schedule. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to go on to Friday? Or? <laughs> sure. Anybody, well, sure. Uh, Friday, things I'm interested in. AMC's The Walking Dead at 11.30. Um, also, there's, I guess, a, an animated show coming out called Neighbors from Hell. Yes. Which is from Didn't 12. Didn't it already start? Uh, Could have, but I... It started or it's close. But it says something like Pat Oswald and a bunch oh, of other funny yeah. people yeah. are going to be at that one. Uh, from 1 to 2 p.m., we're trying to cover this. is uh, James Gunn's new project called Super... Which With is uh, Rain Wilson, Rain Wilson, this, and, and uh, somebody else. Oh, Ellen Page is supposed to yeah. be there, and all a bunch of other people. Uh, Friday, from three fifteen to four fifteen, Spartacus Blood and Sand is having a presentation, and we yeah, all know what a fan I am of that show. Absolutely. Uh, four o'clock, uh, competing with that or a little bit. Sony Pictures is presenting the other guys, the Green Hornet, and have here pre it cut off, but uh, some other. Sh- thing that starts with the PRI. Um, but yeah, I think Friday is also, just want to mention, is the big Star Tron, Wars Day. Big is Tron the big Day. Tron mm-hmm. uh, presentation. When is that? Because I totally missed that. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it's uh, it's somewhere around noon. Is that Disney? Well, it's Disney, yeah. Isn't it? I didn't uh, see Hilton, a Disney Hilton presentation. Bayfront? Mad props to the MCP. Yeah, so uh, we will. Pixar dudes cleaned up the script this week. Really? Yeah, that's what they, I, I read that. Yes, they pick, they run on some Pixar guys. Um, Five fifteen, uh, True Blood panel for all you fang bangers out there. Yeah. Uh, Six thirty to seven thirty, TV Guide magazine, the two hundred ten hot list. I think that's presented. Yeah, that's got like all the oh, 2010. all the new TV. Yeah, people. TV Guide's gonna be having like a, like special covers next week, and then you can you know attendees of the con can get the special edition. Does anybody still buy TV Guide for? Uh, I covers? think my grandma does. Oh no, okay. wait, that's Reader's Digest. That one's on its way out, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a dead medium. Uh, that was my Friday. Reading? Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say sitcom-wise, the Big Bang Theory panel is on uh, Friday as well. So Yeah, I didn't yeah. put that just because it was competing with other stuff. Yeah. Well, I figured you guys were going to well, cover we're that. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then pretty much Saturday is my camp out in Hall H day because it's pretty much uh, 1145. you got Green Lantern, Sucker Punch, which is a new Zack. Snyder yes. film, which I'm mm-hmm. really excited about, and then Harry Potter and whatever. It says here, it, it got cut off, it says, Harry Potter and the D. Anthony Hollows. Tenacious yeah. D. Wouldn't that nice. be funny? It was like, Harry Potter and Tenacious D. Jack Black as Dumbledore. Uh, after oh, that, Harry Overture presents Let Me In, which I want to check out. Uh, Overture presents what? Overture presents Let Me In presentation, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I'm interested in that. Uh, three to four. This is not in Hall H, but the community, uh, the cast from Community oh. is going. Ooh, yeah, best show on uh, TV. ABC in a different room is also having uh, No Ordinary Family, which is Michael Chiklis's new yeah. superhero yeah. thing. Uh, later that day, Universal in Hall H is having the Paul presentation, which is the new. Uh, what's his name again? Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Without and then, Edgar Wright. And then also Cowboys and Aliens, which I'm really hoping Harrison Ford makes an appearance. It's not confirmed, but uh, Daniel Her- Craig and Harrison Ford, I think, are in that. Yeah. John Harris- Favreau. Has is Harrison in. Ford shown up at the at Comic-Con before? I don't know, but he's been showing up in a lot of stuff recently for The Empire Strikes yeah. Back. So the guy- That's right. Didn't they do? Yeah. 
Yeah. But so, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, he just got married. He maybe he's settling down. Might want to come to San Diego. He was yeah. at E3 a couple years ago. Years, right? The only time I know of him. And, and then anything. pretty much right after that is the Marvel Studios from 6 to 7, Thor and Captain America First Avenger, which Marvel always has that kind of last presentation on Saturday, and they usually always blow the doors off. Right, them, and I'm so. sure the Avengers are going to be on that. Yeah, and, and that's probably where they're going to announce who the Hulk is, yeah. Who and they might they might announce the whole Avengers cast. You never know. Mm-hmm. Marvel always well, likes to have at least two of them there. Yeah, you know RDJ will probably come out and hang out and say a bunch of stuff, so... Well, yeah, so that's yeah. pretty much my plan of attack for... And you're skipping Sunday, is that right? Uh, as far as I know, I'm or may just show checking up out. Bit. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Dave will be covering Smallville and Glee on Sunday. And then basically I'm doing the drive-by and Dave's going to run and jump in the back of the truck and we'll pick him up and take off. So. Okay. okay. But yeah, so those, those, that's, our, that's our plan of attack itinerary for as of right now. So. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I have, I have to add that I'm excited about is the Geek Girls uh, panel with yeah. Felicia Day. Girls, Ge- girls, girls Gone, gone genre. genre. Genre, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Gail Simone and uh, yeah. Felicia Day. Yeah, and It's Friday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. So that. good stuff there, yeah. you know, I think we're get, getting in to talk to the guys from Brave and the Bold. We've enjoyed okay. that show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Smallville. I gotta, I've got just got to ask for a little help. I got confirmed, and I didn't... I didn't really get the request in, but we got confirmed for the, to attend the Supernatural press event. Has anybody watched that show? Jason Salazar loves I watched, that show. I watched okay. the first season. So I will talk Boston. to Jason to help Although, me Although, when is it? On Sunday? Yeah. He's leaving Saturday yeah, night. After small, yeah. Let me put in my, my excitement. Uh, to all going. my christeners out there, I'm not going to be there. But if anyone picks me up the Venture Brothers number 23 and 29 action figures... Send them to Elusive Comics, care of Chris Garcia, and I will send you an autographed photo. <laughs> of you who's playing making, with them? Who's, what company is making those figures? You know, I wrote it down, and I cannot remember for is the that life the, of me. They're gorgeous, though. Those, those are Amigos. Those, those are Amigos, Amigos reproductions. Yeah. They're okay. exclusives. Yeah. They're 20 bucks a piece. They're 20 bucks a piece. And they're uh, beautiful. They do look really nice. Yes. You know, Better yeah. than the plastic man. Mm, you shut your mouth. I love... Hey, there is no bigger plastic man fan in the world. They're better than the plastic man. That is that is not true. That, that's that's, that's very true. <laughs> so, uh, okay, no. you you two rough them up. Back down, both of <laughs> you. Yeah. Having watched the show a couple times doesn't count, Chris. Uh, so, yeah, we've got. A, I think we're, I'm doing more of the TV thing, and Saturday night is they're finally gonna demo DCU online. Oh, nice. Finally. Oh, they demoed it many. Well, times. they demoed it, but I mean, they're doing they're a show big, online. They're doing a big panel, and uh, well, they say it's going live November 10th. So, I. I, if I understand correct, anybody who attends the panel will get a beta key. Oh, nice. Okay. For who, the game. Who so, did that? Was that? That wasn't Sony. Cryptic. Oh, it's Sony? It's Sony. Wait, how do you get the beta carotene? No, that's Eat not what I said. Oh, okay. Odd Wallace. Eat carrots. Yes. I was waiting for him to say that. Yeah. I see. Um, and Thanks we're going to stand with da- uh, Dave Gibbons. And um, I'm kind of intrigued to the, the guy that did the Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. I always find like one little really? thing. Larry Blamire has a couple of new. Like a sequel to it, uh, the Re- Lost Skeleton Returns or something like that. And, That's uh, all over the Cat Girl, and uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's going to be there on Thursday. So um, that's kind of interesting to me. I, I just love those chintzy. Those are very, um, very charming, cheapo when uh, they're when they're done on purpose yeah. and done well on purpose. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it works out really well. Yeah, I met him at com- at a Worldcon in '06. Yeah, nice, okay, nice so. Guy. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to go along with 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 Lon. I'll be eager to hear what the movie announcements are and and to, to hook up because. Um, we got a busy schedule, so 
I don't know how many panels I'm going to get to go into, but uh, I hope you guys are uh, sitting there and getting stuff. So, anybody else? Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> I think you mentioned a lot of the ones that I wanted to go to. Are you going to be getting lots of swag this year, too? I am very good at getting swag. Okay, yeah. she's got our yes. co-swag correspondent. I'm very small, uh, and I could like, creep We are assigning Mike Flores there. I just found out he's not coming until like, Friday or Saturday. What? Really? So she has to be our on, swag does correspondent. Does he come on Wednesday? Yes. He used to come all the time, but he's working man oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Wait, where do we get those swag bags? The, uh, when you check one. in, yeah. when you re- oh, okay. register, they're going to be are they going to be the choose? big ones? The big yes. ones, yes. Yeah, everybody they, gets one? They didn't let you choose last time. When yeah. they did the cattle like, call, you like it was like 12, oh. draw. There's like 12 different bags. They made 125000 The Justice League one looks awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the Looney Tunes or the Brave one, not so much. One. The Brave, the Brave the Bull one looks awesome, too. Or, or the, the, the Black. Just, Justice League, they've got them all like, coming up at an angle. In uh, that's Black. That's uh, Brightest Day. Yeah. Is that Brightest Day? It's Brightest Day. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that they're doing all these, all the different crosses of, of Warner Brothers products. And then a lot they didn't sh- they didn't release the images of, um, like the Vampire Diaries and uh, Supernatural. Supernatural, Smallville. Well, I thought there were, there were One only tree four hill. designs of bags. No, there's no, eleven. That's, there's there's twelve. There's twelve. Oh, okay. You did. I know your eyes dilated today. You probably yeah, didn't read I, the I, whole. I was reading it after my eyes dilated. No, I know. I so I gave you the four. I, I posted oh, you four posted images. Four Those are the four images 12. they released. Four of oh, twelve. My. Okay. There's a Chuck bag. There's a fringe bag. I think. Um, <laughs> oh, we're gonna need a Chuck, Chuck bag. bag. <laughs> okay. After that was awkwardly parties. phrased. <laughs> yeah. The fringe bag can be made into a dress. And the uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't run those pictures. They sent a link and said, "Why don't you go to our website and see all the fashion things people have done with those bags?" Hmm. And I'm like, "Who would ruin a perfectly good swag bag?" Chicks. You could yeah. sneak in a small child with that bag. <laughs> you could. Or a correspondent from L.A. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the single syllable does us all in. <laughs> really? A, a, a second week of putting Stephanie in, in, in little things and smuggling her? <laughs> wow, a reoccurring theme. That's great. <laughs> Who's going to be the mule? So, um, that's... I'm sorry. We, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, th- that's it. And then I hope everybody's taking their emergency and uh, they did not get a lot They're of sleep. What? Emergency, that's the vitamin booster. That's this is oh, invented yeah. by, a, by a teacher, by so, a school you know teacher so you know it's good. <laughs> She's a second grade teacher, and she knows a little bit about Greek mythology. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> therefore, she understands. It's made from golden apples. <laughs> and as, as a quick reminder also, please bathe. Yeah, that's, if you're going what was to the rule? What's the Bacon rule they have okay. about that? Six, two, one. Six hours of sleep. Two meals, one, one bath, bath or shower a day. But you can mix it up. You can have six baths, uh, two hours of sleep, and one meal. You can no, have, you can't. Yeah, you can have six meals, one hour. Of I've sleep, never been able to get six hours of sleep. It's, I've never been able to pull six. It's hours important of sleep to at least off. get that one shower. That in. One and I'm going to say, and I'm going to apologize people. right now to Dave Tapia. Because I know that because he's sharing our hotel room, if my snoring's bad, there's no way he's going to get six hours of sleep. So <laughs> Ambien. <laughs> are you t- are you taking Ambien? No, he's going to give it to you. No. <laughs> I don't know if that works. I don't like Ambien. No, it makes you, my head feel And then they funny. put you outside. Oh, okay. It'll be like Step Brothers. It's going to be like the Flintstones. End of exactly. the Flintstones. <laughs> 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 Luma! Lon! 
I will act. What? I will. I will look for some lopezies and see if they'll let me. There you go. Uh, so I want to see all my lopezies at Comic Con. All right. Well, some might uh, might look for you. Look for Lon. He's got the wild dog tattoo on his right arm, and the John Romita Jr. Daredevil tattoo on his left. Look at those. But I'll probably having sleeves though. So. So just keep build, pulling people's sleeves up looking for mm-hmm. Lon. Yeah. I think that's a good game. Just it's Google like me. It's like a scavenger hunt. Exactly. That's right. There are Are we done? We're done. We're so, done. hey, uh, that's all I got. This is, if you've got any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, and or entries into the ongoing Lon Lopez. Name the fans. Name the fans. Although, what, what do we, well. I, I think Amigos is going, uh, is, is right up there. Christmas. Commodore 64. <laughs> I like planetoids. Planetoids. You said fanbots earlier. Fanbots. You like, I like fanbots, too. I like 8-bits. <laughs> all our 8-bits out there. I like herpes. I just don't like... <laughs> Who likes herpes? <laughs> no, just call our listeners herpes. <laughs> no! Oh, okay. No! <laughs> We've had a flare-up. Lonnie's. A listener flare-up. <laughs> Lonnie's. That's it. Lonnie's. Anyway. Ooh, I like that. If you're as horrified as we are, write into sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. In the meantime... And beyond, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Lon Lopez, and the dream is real. I'm travel-sized Stephanie Rodriguez. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the leader of the christeners, Christopher J. Garcia. I'm the only christener. (laughs) And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. See you at Comic-Con! Don't tell me, don't tell me. Oh, no, 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 no. Damn it, damn it, damn it. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Are you going to jump in on Rick's or what? Yeah. Yeah. Chris and I get along. We play well together. That's right. You're the one. Huh? Yeah, I'm the one. Well, that is cool. Let's hear how you are on this. Hello, how are you? I can't hear me. Keep talking. <laughs> Hi, it's good to see you. The other day I was walking down the street and I found myself face to face with myself. And, and I'm talking on it now, too. So okay, okay, I can get you. Yeah, I, how's that? This is uh, yeah okay. Are my tones suitably melodious? Use 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 melodious. <laughs> melodious. Melodious. Or one of those other gods. <laughs> Mellifluous. And like you meet my daughter, Melissa. Can't even say it. Melissa. Melissa. Garcia report, and the freak thing is that I get an email from the and it just like freaked me out. For the James Gunn thing? Yeah. Did you respond to that? Yeah. Long would you talk in your mic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Phone drum. You probably don't sound as loud as you usually do because your headphones are back behind you. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect sound check. That's absolutely the perfect sound check. That beats Bob. <laughs> Stephanie. Hello. Did you know McDonald's has real fruit smoothies now? Oh, you-
Why, my why friend just it, texted me that. Why is that coming up on your <laughs> <laughs> Why do you taunt us? <laughs> Real smooth fruit? Real fruit smoothies. Real smooth fruit. And she also texted everyone in the world just gained five Bottled pounds water, from that Bottled news. Everyone? I haven't had one yet. I'm about to. She texted. Are we going to do anything about Inception during movies? I think we, we just give a little wow. Okay. Hype it up. I, I'm yeah, predict- you can talk about those films. I didn't get a chance to read the online preview. Oh, okay. I was going to say, but you I, got that. I, I know they're going to publish it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm predicting 20% under expectations. Oh, it's going to definitely, like, not, nobody's going to see it coming. Well, you know, I think the problem with it is that people just, apparently the, the awareness, despite everything we've seen, people really aren't aware of what it is. Yeah. I was wearing this shirt, I walked in there and said, Inception, is that the new... <laughs> Say, uh, the new Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> and you know what? It does feel like a Tom Cruise movie. It really does. No, Except it's smarter than any Tom Cruise well, yeah, movie ever made. Yeah. It has been poorly, poorly. It's more like a Penelope Cruise movie, actually. It's, it's had so she much. Today. Yeah, we're really she did. I love the fact that no matter if Hello. Not, actually, I'm a little tinty. Hello. Now I can do a real sound check, 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 check. Brett, Brett, Brett Schneid, Schneider, der, der, Brett. Careful. That's a killing word. What? <laughs> luckily, I didn't. Uh, what? Schneider. Oh. Luckily, I didn't put the words together though. So. Garcia's still there. Brett, 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 Schneider, 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 dirt, dirt, dirt. Hello, hello. Still kind of hollow. You're still dialing in. Hello, hello. Is that you? Hello, what? Stephanie. Oh, did you just belch? Wow, that was a big one. Was she has joined the Fanboy Excuse Planet me. podcast officially. You, <laughs> yow, yowzer, yow. And I smell like strawberries. Yow. And now the screen does. Can you get uh, internet? Yeah. Can you go to YouTube and type in Willy Wonka WTF? <clears throat> want you to watch that, that stands for. What the fuck? Hello, no, hello. What? No, it doesn't. Yo. I don't say that. That's the right way. Oh, good. You, hello. Should I have it lower, you think? Or is it? It's right. I'm right on it. Hello, hello. Did you raise it up? Yep. Yeah, you should yeah. be shooting down also, into it a little bit. Derek, can we go on a, uh, a Mel Gibson-esque rant? Why, <laughs> <laughs> are you having girl you, troubles? hello, hello. No, no, I just wanted to go against, you know, in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, you have to admire his intensity. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to go too much further on this bit, even in the outtakes. That's the wrong one. Go back to the WTF one. I was, I was about to hear because Derek already says I'm no longer the moral compass. You're not. You're the mortal compass. Mm. You point no. Towards death. I point what? <laughs> towards death. Towards death. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to give you that little treat. Here you go, Rick. Can you, can you watch? Uh, my glasses are polarizing your screen. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Classic. Nice. Really? I like if Willy Wonka were MacGruber. Yeah, exactly. I love MacGruber. And MacGruber loves you. The MacGruber movie? You because you love it. I have to say, the MacGruber movie? Powers Booth. That's all I have to say. I, I didn't see it. He's a big purple dinosaur in the next one. <laughs> what? MacGruber. Stephanie, talk again, please. What? That was great. Perfect. No more. I don't need anything other than one syllable to dial you in. Ha-ha. 
Now we can imitate her with what? our vocoders later on. <laughs> I'll put it through my guitar, like a certain Mr. We have your audio Frampton? DNA. No. <laughs> Poor little no. Frampton. Let's leave Frampton alone today. Where is Frampton? I haven't seen him. Uh, uh, they're probably at the comic thing. They're at the comic thing downtown, yeah. Doesn't free-range child always just hang around in the... <laughs> No, no. In fact, the last time I was here, and he was not here. He's in bondage most of the time. Last time I stopped, and he was in. But that was I don't. I, I don't like yeah. to say that way. What bondage? Putting children in bondage. Baby bondage. <laughs> wrong. Baby bondage is wrong. He's and this brings us back to Gone with the Wind. Wonderful. What? Yeah. Nice going, Rick. This is why. <laughs> what? This is why you are not moral compass anymore. <laughs> you could. You could get it back. I didn't. What you I said could was get it, what. You could get it back. <laughs> what by taping your mouth shut? No. That would be a start. <laughs> Maybe your own. I'm not the problem here. I. Hey, this isn't about me, man. <laughs> it's not about you. No. It's about Alan Keller over here. <sighs> I don't get that wow. reference. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Usually they're good. You so what? Uh, give us what the. What you mean to me? <laughs> give us the the lowdown. No, no, no. We'll uh, go through our reader <laughs> mail and the answer to your uh, to your contest. Okay. Um, do set, we, we do, I think, have to acknowledge that comics lost a giant yeah. this week. Harvey Picar. Oh. I was going to say George Steinbrenner. I was like, really? I'm, well, I'm waiting for who's the third cranky guy that's going to die. Wow. You got, a, you got a good threesome right there. George wow. Steinbrenner. Um, yeah, that's Randy a, Cortico. Who the hell is that? Uh, oh, my God. I'm the cranky guy. I'm the one. Oh, no. Oh, I hate to say it, but. <laughs> I'm right. No, Rickles. Oh, oh no! You take that back. You know, I'll take that back. He is somebody that every time you see him, you go, "He's still alive." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, they did finish, At least they did finish Toy Story three. So uh, you know, I don't know. I want him to live forever. But Vagoda? Oh yeah, Vagoda. No, he's take it back. Take it back. He's not cranky. Hey man, he's been dead for seven years. No one's noticed. No. Rip Torn. Um, oh, okay. that might be good. Oh, that. Um, yeah, because Rip Torn was dead. No, 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 he just career got, is. just his career because he got drunk and broke. Oh, into Mel a bank. Gibson. What yeah. if he? What if he commits? Whoo, He's whoo, got the same thing. Rick, Rick Torn has. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk about uh, Bendis's uh, and Alex Melaev's uh, creator-owned series from last week, Scarlet, the Scarlet thing, which yeah. is really good. Uh, I wanted to rant personally about Brightest Day, The Atom, number one. Uh, Batman number seven and one came out. Grant Morrison's writing Batman R.I.P. The Missing Chapter. So about, what, two years after Final Crisis, we're now explaining what you didn't understand? Oh, is that this week? That's this yeah, it just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I passed on it. And uh, PVP, Scott Kurtz, has pulled his book from both Image and Diamond. He's going to self-publish trade paperbacks from his home office. And that's the only... Will they have, like, hand-press staples in uh, them? I don't or? know. I don't know. Um, then that we go to movies, talk about Hulk, Thor. There's a Superman rumor... Uh, we can talk about Inception. Despicable Me has a sequel greenlit already. And uh, Chris Garcia has a little movie news. And then in lieu of TV, we'll just go in. Well, we'll do wrestling. You've got some wrestling stuff. And then just talk, do our Comic-Con preview. Do you have the schedule? Are you in uh, Comic-Con? There's no one schedule. You mean the whole yeah. four-day? No. no. I have I have three days planned. So. I can pull our spreadsheet up. It seems like every two hours there's something new comes I know, into I know. the mailbox that you just go, awesome. Yah- I have my Yahoo calendar planned out. So. Ooh, you're wow. so organized. <laughs> and then I look at my calendar and I go, oh, no. 
But that's just the stuff I'm, you know, choosing to see. You're going to be in three places at once. You've got the walking. Choice one, choice two. You've got the walking dead thing down, right? You've set time aside for that? Well, uh, I don't know when the press time is. Well, well, sometime after two on Thursday. Okay. They're not going to back out like the Expendables. Oh, that's right. They're going to do that blood and sand... uh, Prequel. Prequel thing. Right. I did a uh, desperation move though for the Expendables. Yeah, you, yeah, that's what you emailed me, right? No, no, no. Well, I did that, but on Facebook they were doing something, so I posted on a comment. I'm like, "Let us into the press line." So, we'll see if it works. Oh, dude. Okay. Oh, okay. No, but it was on their Facebook page, so it'll cool. be fine. Don't worry about it. It's good promotion. It's good press. I'm good. We're kicked out of the entire convention because you were an asshole on Facebook. No, no, no. It was it was totally sweet. Totally it was like we love this. We'll be there. We totally want to cover it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it'll be good. All Dolph right. Dolph is gonna see it, and then he's gonna be like, "Let them in." Let them in. Absolutely. Actually, he didn't have that accent. He was that one. Let him in. I didn't do. I I did more by Dolph. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it. I brought up our spreadsheet and. Talk about some of the things that are on that already. I'm making your room, so I know. Sorry, this is just so darn. Do you really need that in front of me? I have the. the, I forgot to print out the letters. I'll put it down eventually. (laughs) He's all digital. Scoozy. 21st century digital boy. Are we ready? Oh, dude, you got a bat in the cave, dude. You got one. Yeah, you go. Now it's now it's out of the cave and hanging out. No, I think it's gone. Okay. Now it's on Rick's cave. <laughs> <laughs> now it's on the table somewhere. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I will be ready. Stephen? Yes. I've got a couple bad openings that I don't can't quite decide which one to go with. Get him out of your system. <laughs> yeah, just do them now, and they'll be in the outtakes, and then you can come up with a good one. Well, I was going to say something about he should go before the jacuzzi, but I don't know if that's... <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, let's use that one then. Let's I go. What? I don't get it. I don't get that don't one. Worry, it's fine. No, I'm afraid. No, I'm very no. afraid. <laughs> Wrong guy is vouching for him. Why don't you do something what? about the finally sealed cap or something like that? The, uh, what? You didn't hear the new Mel Gibson audio? No. <laughs> no. Oh. We were supposed to make the jacuzzi. We were supposed and to go in the jacuzzi. <laughs> He's all, you <laughs> me and then the jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. Just say you go before the jacuzzi. No. Wow. Okay. What a bunch of Mel Gibson haters. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's oh, actually the really? okay it's position it's to take oh, this week. Oh, right. Everybody hates oh, Mel. What? That's a new show. I don't hate him season. as much as I feel sorry for him. I do. The media has been so rough on him. Oh, and then. Uh, and the juice. Chris Garcia. You, <laughs> do, you do not include everything in the outtakes, right? <laughs> oh, no. The, the outtakes get more carefully edited than the regular show. <laughs> Because then I'm going to brand on your forehead, I did not the moral compass. The monkey did bad man, it, bad monkey, man. The monkey did make it into last week's show. I like monkeys. What monkey? The monkey. But it wasn't bleeping anything. Oh, it was just a oh, spite. It me. was bleeding, bleeping something. It you bleeped sure? something. Oh, oh yes, it right did. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I had to say it and then bring out the monkey. I, I don't recording? know. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. If you can hear yourself, we're recording. No, not actually. Oh, not this, anymore? With this um, one. Not on the if one. this is a solid red, it's recording. Mm-hmm. If it's blinking oh, red, it's, just, getting, right. it's yeah. just doing monitor. I like how it's got the flux capacitator here on the top. That's yeah. really cool. Those are, those are uh, the, yeah, oh, the t- flux. If I have to tase you later, that's... Uh, okay. I'm going to have another Don't Tase Me Bro reference today because I can't handle it. Which reminds me, there's going to be a remastered Blu-ray back to Future Trilogy in October. Really? Yeah. Remastered From Don't Blu-ray. Tase Me Bro? Back to the Future Back Trilogy. It should come out on November 5th, 1955. Right. Except it's 55 years too late for that. Which is my mother's birthday. It's the only way I remember it. That's sad. <laughs> and yet not entirely <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> Continue. All right, whatever you guys are in, let's do it. You got something? No, but I'll take it. No. Oh, okay. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Why not? It's not going to work. That was just creepy. Why not? You're going to sound like static behind the I music. want you to remember that the person you freak out the most when this goes live is you. Not in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're nodding off. It's like, listen up. Listen up. He doesn't nod off right away, though. Not I started. I'm awake in the beginning. I've come for your soul. <clears throat> Are you ready? I've come from your sentinel, sentinel action figure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my central nervous system. That would have made more sense. That too. Okay, that, let's that do it. That could be messy. Just go ahead. I'll cut this out. Can I say raped by a pack of... No, you can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> of Wrigley's Fruit Strike. <laughs> How am I doing now? Baby. Hey, there you go. You got your wish. Baby's back. He wants his baby back, baby, back, baby, back, baby, baby, back. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready. Two, three, four. Ladies and gentlemen. Where? What? <laughs> Is that he from gets something? On track and no. Someone knocks him off. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Ready. Okay, sure. five, four, three, two, two and a half, and. Listen up, fanboys. It's a Fanboy Planet Podcast. World's cheapest folk order.